Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. the horror hangout a podcast where free bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time my name is luke condor with kate and i'm joined by my regular co-hosts mr bless you uh, andy conduit tanner hello <laughs> hello and right. mr uh mr ben errington and i was gonna say i i um always have introduced the podcast as bearded film fans do you i know you've got a beard but do you feel pressured to, because you kind of came into the podcast like uh, maybe a year or so. Do you feel like you have to now have a beard? Or um, I've got slightly less of a beard but... today. I've trimmed it. I've trimmed it down. But no, I um, still counts, eh? Yeah, I, uh, I. I promise this was incidental to me being on the show. I didn't like get off the first call and like go and say, "Sorry, Karen, I've got to grow a beard now." It's uh, rubbing it's become it's canon in the podcast. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's all good. I've, d- I've definitely looked back at old episodes and you're completely clean shaven, but there was a period in time where you had a lot of beard going on. Yeah. Uh, it was that first yeah. lockdown, right? It wasn't, wasn't going anywhere. I got some nice conditioner and everything, but I'm a little bit short. <laughs> got, got, got a little uh, bit of a shorter <laughs> trim on the go now. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think got, I got sick times, of it. <laughs> there's been times when me and Ben haven't had, we haven't had beards in time. I think I've never been clean shaven since i was 15 but well, I don't, i've been there's been times we've been stubbly rather than so, I, so i've been i have been looking back at recent episodes for the 31 days of horror hangout thing that we're doing yeah. on socials uh, and there was one where you pretty much had no beard and i think we questioned it immediately and you had like done a number one all over that's not a yeah. piss uh <laughs> you've, done a, you've done a number one all over all it. the ass and, and there was another <laughs> time where i'd shave like the whole sides of my face I and I had, like, I had like well, a little I'm... weird Goaty thing. Little Tony Stark I, I beard. That. Yeah, I have dreams what of that. What's going on? <laughs> you had dreams of that nightmare. <laughs> sleep, sleep paralysis demon was just my giant head. It was a different street, which is Ben's with uh, Ben sideburns. Ben with, a, ben with a different beard. <laughs> Me with different beards, just a handlebar. Uh, Hitler. Yeah. My uh, well, my friend Tipper is usually got a very big uh, beard. I think my favorite, one of my favorite stories of his is. Once it wasn't even a lockdown time, he's just prone to sometimes being stuck in the house and being bored. 
Um, he decided to, he had a great big bushy beard and he decided to at one point shave it off. So he just shaved half of it. And then he was telling me how he had a great time recreating early scenes from Oliver in the mirror. And he's like, clean shaven. Please, sir, I want some more. More! Turns around with his big beard on the other side. And then somebody, yeah. somebody knocks on the door. Uh, there's, a, there's an emergency. <laughs> they're, they're evacuating the whole yeah. the whole street. You got to get out. There's a gas leak. Oh no! Let me finish shaving. No, nope. no. There's no time, sir. <laughs> You've got yeah. to come out now. There's no time, sir. <laughs> and he's like, oh, come on, Oliver. Get out. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, but then the fun the fun does end. You know, I feel like when you do shave your beard off, it's it's mm. fun. The act of doing it is pretty fun, I find. But that that immediate regret that takes hold. For somebody like me who's got no chin, and I think I've mentioned that before. You've got a chin. I can see it right now. <laughs> no, it ends just there. It ends. <laughs> then you just got neck after that. It looks like I've got no chin when I've shaved my beard off. When I look sideways, it like sort of like tapers into my neck like a like a turtle. You're like a frankfurter. You're completely <laughs> clean shaven. I don't like it. One think, of those that you, one of those that comes in a tin in like salty water in the yeah. in the brine, brine. Yeah. <laughs> hot dogs in brine. Yeah. I love so, just um, like that. do we have any horror news? There's no way to move on for it. Horror a clean news. shaven face. Clean shaven. So uh, October is bashing out all the new movie trailers, isn't it? It's all it's all happening. Uh, so the trailer for Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, uh, unleashed like a few days ago, maybe four days ago. We have done a reaction video to it, which was available early on Patreon. We'll talk about the Patreon because that's brand new. Um, available early on Patreon, but now, so it's, it's Wednesday the 13th of October that this episode goes live. So the video should also be live. So have a look on the Hawk and Cleaver YouTube channel. And it'll be us watching the raccoon, the Resident Evil raccoon. Welcome to it's a fucking mouthful, isn't it? The Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City trailer and talking about it. I guess if you're not going to go and hunt that down, we are pretty confident that it looks all right, aren't we? Mm. Mm-hmm. It, looks, yeah. it looks fun. Yeah, it looks like yeah. it's going to be a lot of That's fun. About it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, not necessarily good by traditional standards, but fun is what not, we're going to have with it. It's not. The Resident Evil movie we deserve, but it's the one we need right now. Exactly. Exactly. Is that that butchering of that line? That's fine. Acceptable. (laughs) That's fine. Acceptable. I'll allow it. I I feel like that. Like a lot of people are saying the CGI looks a bit naff and it looks a bit cheesy and it looks low budget. I'm like, I honestly don't care. I feel like I just need a Resident Evil movie that looks like the games, sounds like the games, recreates moments from the games. I feel like that's what I need as a sort of clip palette cleanser for what the last and yeah it is about 20 years of resident evil movies for what the last 20 years have brought i think what i really want i've thought about this i've taken some time to reflect since we watched the trailer and i think what i want is a stage musical i think (laughs) the acting would be perfect think of all the songs you could do the master of unlocking yeah um jill sandwiches uh, Stop it! Don't is... open that door. That's a Western song. <laughs> Stop it! Don't open that door. But songs Chris's about blood. Mixing, mixing herbs. Yeah, you put the green with the blue, and you get what yeah. you get. <laughs> See, I, I, I think there's a lot of potential there. To get here, can. Poison. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'd be all over that, Andy. I'd I like love that. the musical. 
I like musicals in general. They did a Beetlejuice mu- musical, didn't they? I really yeah, want to go and see that. They turned Sweeney Todd into one as well. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a he's a musical now. Yeah, uh, that'd be a good one to do. Seeing as we only did a musical, and you missed that episode, Luke, unfortunately. What musical? Oh yeah, do... Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should do Sweeney we, Todd. We'll have to do some more. We'll do Sweeney Todd. We'll do a little show of horrors. We'll get some more musicals on Sweeney Todd so many times because it's the it's a kind of a comfort movie for me and my fiance just when we don't know what to put on. <laughs> Sweeney Todd. It's, I just really like that film. I just like the songs. Um, who is a famous composer wrote those songs, right? Uh, I can't remember his name at the minute. Stephen? Stephen's Composed Man? Stephen Composed Man. Stephen Composeman. Stephen Composeman. Okay, but also in terms of trailers, is we're, we're talking about a trailer from the past. Now we're about to talk about a trailer that's dropping in the future, but by the time this episode arrives, it will be in the past. So you, you'll also be able to go and see it. We might so, be reacting to it as you listen. We might be reacting to it immediately. It was just confusing for everyone involved. But, you know, time is a flat circle after all. And uh, so so uh, Scream 5 or just Scream, you know, I don't know how you guys feel about it just being called Scream. Um, I don't mind it. I, I saw some uh, backlash on Twitter. People were saying, why do you have to call horror movies the same name as they were called from mm. like Candyman? Halloween, Scream, Hello Scream. I don't know. I don't mind it. I think it's fine. I don't get, personally, I, I don't get confused. I know exactly which one is which. I don't go to uh, Candyman and think, which, which <laughs> yeah. one is this? Yeah. Like, I'm it's not like a new thing, though, because Rob Zombie's yeah. Halloween did it. And uh... exactly. well, you just called it yeah. Rob, Zam- Rob Zombie's Halloween because you well, have the ability yeah. to be able to differentiate. <laughs> but I feel like it only is ever going to come to play in horror podcasts because they're not going to both be running at the cinema at the same time unless you're at the cinema in the distant distant future where all films are on all screens all the time but literally like it's maybe it's confusing if you're writing it down but I feel the people you're going to be talking to about these things are going to know to ask those differentiating questions it's not as if you're going to be having a conversation with your nan and uh, saying oh nan I've been to see been to see Scream what? <laughs> 1993's classic Scream. Um, no, no, like the new Scream. Surely you mean Scream 5, dear. No, 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 Nan. I mean the new Scream. It's also called Scream, not it's to be confused with the original Scream. Oh, that sounds absolutely nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of confused though, because the film industry, like, think, that, I mean, probably they're probably right, but they think that the British public are idiots. Sorry, that sounds mean. That's, that's, I'm not calling British public idiots, but you know, some of them, sure. Because, do you remember when Avengers was released in 2012? Yeah. The fact that oh, they had that to call it... Thing, though? Was that because a legal we thing? Had, I think it's because Avengers is that, you know, John Steed yeah. um, original-like <laughs> series. I think they called it Avengers Assemble for a legal reason, not okay. just because we're stupid. That seems uh, weird, though, because you can have things with the same names. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's been multiple films called war i imagine is it an infringement because it's also because they're close things so like an adventurous team also called the avengers and they also are in a film i feel it's more likely that they think the british public are idiots you might accidentally go to the cinema and watch a film from 20 years ago yeah yeah. Oh, you didn't it's say which like, Avengers, though. But then it's almost like Avengers. there's such a small percentage of people in the world who would a know what the Avengers with John yeah. Steed and what's the other one called? The one Uma Thurman played in the uh, film. Emma Peel? No, 
yeah, Peel. <laughs> They'd know what that is and not know what the Avengers superhero team is and also get mis- confused thinking that there's a reboot of the film from like 1998 or something. Yeah. It wears uh, his bloody hat and his umbrella. This is very like, disappointing. There's four people in the world who would probably fall for that. And it feels like they've renamed the film just to satisfy those four people. Two of them weren't even going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even know about cinemas. Um, I told oh, you that. I didn't. I, told, <laughs> I was very, I was very confused. I was when it was when I went, it was when Endgame came out and I was, at the cinema and there was a man in front of me who like he was at a midnight showing of Endgame but yet it didn't appear that he understood cinemas in the slightest <laughs> what what, why is that yeah, he, was just, like... he, he was just like he was there with his um it's something's happened now and I don't remember it exactly obviously <laughs> I went I, it was midnight and I then what I then went to watch a, a film that was uh you know a, a breathtaking experience but there was something that he was doing or something that he said to the the usher he was the person in front of me and I forget what the Man, interaction just, was but he completely sit down and, and was watch like, it then and it was like it, it was something about like go into the concession stand like he showed him his ticket and then was like oh so i've showed you that i'm just going to go and get some popcorn it's like oh you could have just gone and done that anyway how, um, how old was this uh gentleman or gentle lady he wasn't he was older but not uh, old say but not old said it but old. Not, not old. old he was, he was definitely <laughs> he was say older no than me but he wasn't old he was like definitely people. younger than my parents i would say yeah, a well, other people, people should have more experience in general, so they should know okay, exactly how to work a cinema. <laughs> but like, yeah. it was clearly like an alien thing to him. But he had come, <laughs> and I wouldn't mind if it was like you know Sunday afternoon. He just thought, oh, you know, I quite fancy for that. But he cared enough about it that he was at a midnight showing. Maybe he just uh, locked himself out of his house and was cold. Yeah. Oh, this place is anyway. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people misunderstand cinemas, though. A lot of people seem to especially like after lockdown and stuff stuff people have come back to go into cinemas like they've never they've like it's a as you mentioned a completely alien concept to them yeah. what do i do in a cinema then well basically me, me and all my mates we put our legs up and we all just have a good jolly old natter and laugh and then at the like, end of the film like like, that wasn't even horror well, that wasn't even scary <laughs> yeah. i think what what did i say oh it was malignant wasn't it and somebody said immediately as soon as the fits film then they went well that was shit but looked around <laughs> as if they wanted everyone to go yeah finally yeah. finally someone's brave enough this is I mean, in that instance, I'd be like, you're not right, but you're not wrong. Either. <laughs> you're <laughs> not right. Throw a chair at him, just like in the film yeah. across the room. You're not wrong, but shut up. Oh, uh, is us, us doing a podcast, though? Are we the equivalent of that, essentially? We're just shouting our opinions out into the world. Yeah. Yeah. Just a exactly. more refined version of, well, that was but you, shit. But you would have, <laughs> but well, have that to choose shit. to listen to this. Like, D minus. We're not like yeah. we're not like a U two album. We're not we're not forcing ourselves onto your phone. Well, that's the next thing. To you. You've, that's you've the next to, thing. You've yeah. got to choose to interact with that. But I think the whole forgetting how to use the cinema stuff, I can forgive that to a degree. Like people making innocent mistakes, as long as they're not the annoying legs up people. But I found that I, don't I went. I went. I went to see the new James Bond, and there were like maybe five, like 18, 19 year old lads. But it seemed like they were all sharing one portion of nachos and they were all acting like they're in an advert for nachos. They're all like, oh, these nachos. Yeah. <laughs> these are delicious. I can't believe it. Let me have a few more. Oh, don't hog the nachos. Literally. I was like, this is mental. This was like halfway through the film as well. 
they thought they'd been really excited and they discovered that they'd just been on the salsa. Then they opened the cheese dip. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you tell people, like, you know, in a cinema, do you um, so tell people to not, shut up? Not usually, but this was quite extreme. And my, my dad had already said, just watch the film, lads. He'd already said that to them. Because okay, they were yeah. they were chatting earlier on, and then it got to this point where it was quite a quite a tense moment of the film, where a certain character there was a bit of a standoff between two. Did characters. you not realise it was Daniel Craig's last? Uh, <laughs> yeah, did fun. you not know? <laughs> and I, I, doing I this could, again. <laughs> I couldn't focus. I honestly couldn't focus. Like I, I was, and I was getting frustrated. So I, I pulled out a classic. Have you never been to a fucking cinema before? <laughs> You've got a deep like London voice. And they turned around and they kind of they they gave me a bit of lip, but then that was it. And then they shut up. And then he didn't. They didn't. I had to move. It's true. Yeah, to move. Um, oh, I just moved. House. Yeah. I thought I moved. House. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I've moved to Bath. Where people are moving now. To the cinema I, can't to, I can't go to that cinema anymore. Oh, so what anyway, those, what, was... what if those bad boys are there? <laughs> um, the bad boys are there. Yeah, uh, anyways, oh, what, what I was I saying? About bad people at the cinema, I took the sensible and mature. The only time we've told anyone off at the cinema, I took the mature and sensible approach of waiting for Karen to get annoyed and telling them off on my behalf. So it was yeah, fine. Yeah. I <laughs> but like it, that. I think I would have come off as the bad guy in that one because it was a couple of teenage girls. It was when we went, this was years ago now. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, like, yeah. it was the life of Pi. It was Boxing Day. The cinema was absolutely packed. They were behind oh. us. And like Karen just turned around and went, you want to shut up? <laughs> yeah. Good. I like had to, uh, uh, cat's like, um, she's like an angry dog. Like, uh, in the sense that as soon as anyone makes any noise, she has no qualms about like, just, I kind of have to hold her back most of the time. <laughs> they're just eating. Bite. They're just eating flumps. They're, they're very, very quiet. <laughs> the quietest. <laughs> oh, but then I, I've got to tell you, like you get unreasonably the other way. Because, like, the, this, we arrived at the cinema once, <laughs> and then I felt un- unreasonably aggrieved because a man told us off and we hadn't done anything. So, like, as we were, we were going, the film hadn't started, it was the trailers. <laughs> we got in, and like, as we were sitting down, like, Karen, like, slipped or something like that. And she literally just, like, tapped this man's chair ever so slightly as we were sitting down once, you know. And she's like, oh, no. And the guy turned around and goes, excuse me, would you mind not kicking me out? And then I spent the entire <laughs> film like glaring at this man's turn around again, I buddy. I love a violent or unreasonable yeah. person. So if you turn around again, I want you. Like, I'm never going to do two, it. Like, because I'm not a, in his hair yeah. that have been burnt out. Because <laughs> I'm not a fighty person in the slightest. But I kind of want you to worry ever so slightly <laughs> that I am. And in a really petty way, it ruined the film for you. Like, you should like, have done the no, xenomorph thing where you 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 put your head slightly next to his, just into view, just into the peripherals, so he just see yeah. you just there, drip <laughs> a bit of acid saliva on his chair. Just, just I like the glare. Very quietly. I think, like, I think a glare, good. a glare is underrated. Like sometimes I'll literally just turn all the way around to look directly at somebody. Like there's, I wouldn't be looking at anybody else just so they know. And sometimes they don't know, and I'm like, what? Put the torch like, on on your phone and, and literally puts shout their feet at them. up next to your head, and you're like. Come on now, there's no need. I'd uh, twist him on the leg shoulder. Off. Tap him on the shoulder. Put your finger there. So when he turns around, finger right in the face. Classic. Love that. <laughs> Love that. And I go, oh, and you got a bit of nacho cheese. I say, hey, 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 I win. 
<laughs> I win. Anyway, yeah. what was I saying? Okay. <laughs> I was saying something about basically people are awful. <laughs> basically, scream. scream. Who talking about? You scream. That's Twenty so long minutes ago. ago. <laughs> that could be could be the longest segue we've ever gone on. Yeah, but you know, that, it's because we're 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 men of a certain age. Passionate filmgoers. We're in our thirties now, and we're passionate filmgoers. This stuff don't fly no more, especially when you want to watch films on opening night and it's rammed, and you go all the bloody. I'm a film podcaster, all right? I should get front row seat. No, I don't want that. I want to sit in the back. Um, anyway, so the Scream trailer will be out now, so you can go and watch it. Um, there have been some images that have dropped as well as a poster, so we can see Sidney Prescott, uh, Gail Weathers, Dewey. Uh, they're all coming back as well as like new, new faces, new actors. I reckon there's a few of them. The dude from The Boys, uh, the kid from The Thing. Not The Thing, but A Thing. Kid from The It. recognise him. Um, I'll, I'll look forward to the trailer. Hopefully, we don't. It doesn't give too much away. I mean, I'm sure it won't because there's only really one thing that it needs to give away, which is who the killer is, and I'm sure it won't do that. Um, but yeah, I've got. I've also got tickets to the 25th anniversary of Scream, um, which is tomorrow, 12th of October. So yesterday, nice. if you're listening. Um, so yeah, that should be fun. Um, and I've heard that possibly the trailer is going to be shown in front of that, but I don't know if they're going to do it in UK cinemas. It might just be like one or two places in the States, possibly. But I might see, and the trailer might even drop before I go, so I might watch it before. We'll, we shall see. But yeah, January, that's coming out, so I'm assuming we're going to be doing an episode on that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to do Scream 1, right? Maybe we should do a Scream 2 before then, or some kind of Scream yeah. sequel. Now we're breaking yeah. the seal on sequels. That's of yeah. today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sequels. Officially breaking that seal. Uh, talking of remakes that are probably going to be called, remakes or reboots that are probably just going to be called what the original were. Um, we've got some news on Hellraiser as well. Uh, so Jamie Clayton has been cast as Pinhead. Clive Barker's producing as well, which should be nice. Uh, did you hear about this? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a bit of outrage uh, about it being recast as a woman but i mean it doesn't make any sense really she's pinhead's like a extra dimensional being known as like from the order of the gash which is what they're called in the book <laughs> yeah I, uh... so really oh no please don't i'll pull myself back you see it's not what, what, I'm, what i'm just saying is like it doesn't it could be either or or in between for Pinhead, I feel like, or any of yeah. the cinema. But also, it's not like any of the recent Hellraiser movies have gone, well, the, the, the role of Pinhead is definitive and always great and always hits home. It's not working, so let's yeah. change it up. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Do something different, do something like if, good. If so, uh, Doug Bradley was still up for it, then I'd say just get Doug Bradley back in because he is, he is great at it. He's, like, you don't need to replace him. But I know what you mean. Since they've replaced Doug Bradley already with like two yeah. two different people, and it's not really doing the job. I don't think. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be it'll be great. I'm sure that it, it's it's going to offer something different, you know, visually, um, and in terms of the story. I'm sure there's going to be mm-hmm. something else included. So we could, and also like people wanted to like see the character and in themselves and so on. Like if you're relating to the character Pinhead, you know, the torturous murder ghost. It's probably something wrong with you. Probably why you don't like women, I guess, in, in the first place and would be pissed off that one has been cast in a film. 
I just find like getting up in arms about fictional characters is a bit is a bit silly because it's like it's fiction and you know yeah. this is this is a new writer slash director's take on that character unless it's like well I don't know I can't even think of an example where I would get annoyed by it because I just think whatever isn't it it's just it's fiction it's not like we're going oh we're making a film of a, a person uh, you know we're making a biopic of somebody and we've decided to, uh, yeah. even that even mm. that's like it's still a take it's still I think there's a difference between who you're casting in the role and what you're doing with the character. So, for for example, um, using like the new the new Captain America is coming out. Like, I don't care which member of that you know character's universe or whatever or Hellraiser. Indeed, I don't care like what the you know what categories the person who plays this character comes into. I would care if they fundamentally change the character in something that's beyond the realms of the stories. For example, now yeah. Pinhead is a cartoon cat, and what he's doing is he's trying to <laughs> eat lasagna. He's try- it's basically, he's Garfield. Tr- yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's trying to. He doesn't like Mondays. I like it. Um, yeah, and he and there's a, and, you know there's also a dog. He's not from the dog's really friendly but stupid, and uh, he's trying to get him all the time. If they did that, yeah, and he's Cockney. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, th- I feel like um, the interesting thing is Pinhead was never a big character in, in the original book, in the film. Like he was, the, the Xenobites weren't the main story, like the, the Frank and Helen stuff was. And then Pinhead just became such an iconic figure very quickly that they kind of embellished and, and brought and made more films based all around him instead. So I'd be interested to see if this remake or whatever you call it, re- redo, remake boot, uh, is more around the, the actual story of, of Frank and maybe the Cenobites play a less of a main role. I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they do with it. Or if it, or if it leans into it and it's just Pinhead for days. It's all Pinhead. He's Pinhead the, Origins. He's a protagonist. Pinhead everywhere. Yeah. I think Starts the off only... with Pinhead's waking up, tapping the alarm clock <laughs> off. <laughs> Set with like, working nine to five in hell. Oh, man, yeah. if you were Pinhead, your pillows when you're sleeping would be ruined every day. You wouldn't get any nice ones. Could never yeah. sleep on a waterbed. No, you shit, you shit a football. Edit, Pinhead. Edit. Ah, oh, no. Oh, I'm ruined. I'm just gonna chest it down this time. All right. Um, yeah. Or set maybe about, like about five aside. I would love to see that. I've Chatter never. Got s- <laughs> to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> um, where would you? Um, Maybe Pinhead, we've only ever seen him on the job, though. Maybe when he goes to bed, he takes them out, puts them in a little glass by his bed. Yeah, maybe he just goes yeah. like, like false teeth. <laughs> yeah. I think when he's, when he's not... Uh, uh, it's like a puffer fish. When he's not scared, they go in. It's only yeah. when he's scared or, or, or angry about something. He's got like a really narrow head, like or that horny. shrunken head guy in Beetlejuice. Or horny. Yeah. Yeah. Or horny. He's pretty horny yeah. all the time, isn't he? Uh, yeah, but that's all I've got for news. Considering I, I wouldn't dare mention anything else about news because this podcast would last forever. So uh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has anybody seen anything of note this week? Yes, but I don't know if we're talking about it yet. VHS ninety four. Yeah. We're doing a Patreon uh, so bonus episode about it. So. We're going to try and do it. Yeah, we're going to try and do a, a Patreon episode about. It. I guess we could just mention it briefly. So this this was released on Shudder like just a few days ago mm-hmm. um and how many instances of vhs have there been one two... this is the fourth one there was vhs one, one vhs two vhs viral i've missed that uh, one yeah, VHS i've missed viral 
I think I've missed viral as well. Yeah, viral is not the best one. Uh, in fact, that's the one where a lot of people said they really shit the bed, and they, that's why they didn't make any for a little while. But it's got a couple of cool segments in it. Um, yeah. It's got the guy who made the UFC Time Crimes. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh yeah, it? Time Crimes. Uh, whoever made that, he does a segment that I really liked. Uh, but I like all the VHSs for for various reasons. But I like even when there's some bad stories in there or like stuff that doesn't work that well. I just like that. I love that anthology vibe. Where so, you... so the magic of an anthology film, right? Or anthology yeah. anything. Like you haven't got to vibe with any, with everything because not one thing is all of the thing. Yeah, and there's uh, in, th- in this one there's a segment directed by. I can't pronounce his name. It's Timo something something. He did. He directed The Night Comes for Us and yeah. uh, an action film called Headshot. Um, and he, he, I think, he worked with Gareth Evans, who okay. did okay. the Raid movies, and he did the the amazing segment from VHS Two called Safe Haven. Uh, but there's, um, we'll talk about it more in the Patreon episode. But I'll just say it's um, definitely worth uh, checking out. Yeah, times. There's a good, there's a good couple in there. That's uh, a couple better than others, but there's yeah, one that I thought was uh, pretty wild. Like in terms of, I don't think they had a massive budget for this, and they really went all out with some of the effects and hmm. props. I guess, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Got it to watch this uh, this week. Ready, ready for us to record that one. I'm looking forward to it. I did also watch. I think Ben, you saw this as well. No one gets out alive, which is a yeah. new. Uh, Adam Neville adaptation who who wrote uh, The Ritual which was a pretty great film, I think we like that one um, yep. so no one gets out alive, you've seen it Andy? No, not yet Okay, it kind of popped up on Netflix out of nowhere uh, the story is a kind of um, <laughs> I can't remember now a woman uh, moves into a strange house in, in America and I think she's uh, an illegal immigrant potentially, is that right Ben? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah um and she's trying to sort of get herself situated but she finds out that there's something going on in the house creepy ghosts and then a kind of a whole two, other thing happening yeah, there's, two, there's like a, a man who runs the, the boarding house who's potentially a bit dodgy uh he's got a weird brother as well um so yeah she's basically trying to escape this place like literally but then also get sort of embroiled in in a nightmare as well that she's also trying yeah. to escape um I guess can't say loads about spoiling it, but there's some, if you liked creature design from the ritual, which was yeah. freaky and unique, there's something that you might like in this film. It definitely feels like maybe that's Adam Neville's thing. Like See, really I kind of thought that. Good creature, creature design. Yeah. I kind of thought that, but then I re- I've, ne- I've not read the book it's based on, but I've heard that the, that this particular thing from this film was created by director because in the book i think it's much more of a suggested thing suggested thing slash yeah yeah. i don't want to say much without ruining it because it's because it's quite new and uh i think people would would yes it's it's definitely worth watching if you're looking for cool new horror movies to watch in october uh there's some good good stuff and i don't don't think it's a perfect film i think i prefer the ritual quite a bit more but yeah it's 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 still good so worth a watch I enjoyed it. I just, I just felt like it needed something more. Yeah, it did it feel like, I don't know, like there was missing a bit of an act or something. Like it feels like it. I don't know. It ends. Yeah, it was one of those the, films where you're like, oh, what's going to happen next? It's like, oh, I think this might be the end. 
yeah yeah, yeah. um the only other thing I've seen, apart from those two things you mentioned, I watched the uh, WWE special oh, yeah. called <laughs> Escape the Undertaker, which is interactive on Netflix. Is it really? I didn't know that. Like a Bandersnatch thing. Yeah, but I mean, the interactive elements are pretty much pointless. I think you get yeah. to a certain point regardless of what... It kinda, and then it's you like get chokeslammed. And then you get <laughs> bloody chokeslammed again, you know? I mean... It's very silly. It's very PG horror, you know, very goosebumps. Um, yeah. But I kind of like, I like everyone involved. I like The Undertaker. I like The New Day as well. And it's entertaining to a degree. And I think if you've got even a passing interest in WWE, especially with like the cinematic matches that, that have happened over the last few years, mm. which on the surface can appear very stupid, but some of them are quite like endearing. So, I mean, it's only like 30 minutes long. So oh, okay, might do you can't <laughs> you can't you can't like sort of get into it massively. Yeah. Um but it was it, you know it was it was fun. I imagine especially for younger audiences, you know, if there's like kids who watch who who still enjoy wrestling, like my nephew's probably gonna enjoy it. I've already recommended that he that he checks out. So well, I might yeah, I might check that out. Um I don't watch wrestling anymore, but I've always been an Undertaker fan, always got time for him. Oh yeah, there's um, some classic Undertaker stuff in there. There's like Paul Paul Bearer clips. Paul Bearer's in there. Well, he's, he's a... not alive. He's not with us, unfortunately, anymore. I didn't but know that. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> okay. there's clips of him, and there's some nice little Easter eggs and throwbacks to the classic WWE things, which you know you kind of need to be a fan to understand. But you know, if you're not a fan, it's not going to change your yeah. experience of it. He's hat Undertaker at the moment, right? Not not motorcycle Undertaker. It's been a yeah, while. <laughs> motorcycle Undertaker was pretty short lived, to be fair. In the in the grand the scheme of, of the Undertaker. Undertaker. In the grand scheme of things, it was great, but it was pretty short-lived. It was only a few he, years. He died again or something, and then he was um, reborn. I didn't. I, I don't, think. I, I mean, that's probably now. happened dozens of times. Yeah, <laughs> there was definitely a period of time where I didn't watch it either, so I'm not 100 up to speed. He was a bit like Biker Undertaker when he had his last WrestleMania like cinematic match. The reason it was like that was because of COVID. Um, he had a match like in a graveyard uh, yeah. with AJ Styles, and he was a bit like. Uh, yeah, that was that was. That he was should be a, a playable character in Mortal Kombat. I feel like the Undertaker would have two skins: Last Ride Undertaker and Yeah Death Undertaker. <laughs> I think he'd be he'd be a good one in there. Definitely. Um, so uh, one last thing I did watch. Um, I don't know why I really want. I really wanted to watch like some modern action films that are kind of like on the on the B movie tier. Like yeah. you know when you you like watch like. Double team with John Claude Van Damme and oh, yeah. I think I think that was two John Claude Van Damme. I can't remember. It's a uh, knockoff. <laughs> yeah, um, I watched uh, Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. Oh, oh I Day thought of it was going to be just the original Universal Soldier. No, but Day of Reckoning. I may rewatch the uh, the original now. Day of Reckoning came out in 2012. It's got John Claude Van Damme in it and Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Oh. Um, which is amazing to see. <laughs> the, the, they're not like the main character. The main character is played by Scott Adkins, who's a kind of yeah. modern day action like badass guy. Martial arts supreme dude, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So this is like a, a strange, I, I think it's in the continuation of the Universal Soldier universe. There's a lot of stuff I didn't really understand. <laughs> There's like people growing back fingers and, and foot and stuff. <laughs> is that part of the lore? I don't know. Uh, but like, <laughs> For, just for the purely for the the action is it's quite horror tinted like there's action horror i would call it um mm. and the fight scenes are brutal now scott adkins 
he smashes a guy's head off of a baseball bat in uh it's absolutely wonderful to see uh yeah just just if you want to see some modern day action violence that's uh worth a watch where, where okay. do you... oh, lovely lovely yeah i do like do enjoy do enjoy is that, like that is that it everyone's seen um, i've got i've still got two episodes of midnight mass left but it's pretty nice. good so far and we, the reason I've still got two episodes of that left is that we, like the rest of the universe, blitzed Squid Game, which is great. Uh, we're near the end now. We've got two more episodes left. We'll talk about it when we finish them, when we've all finished them all, yeah. or at least I'm, any of us are going to watch them and finish them all. I'm possibly five episodes in. It's really good. Nine. 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 I know what you yeah. mean, by the way, Ben. You mentioned last week, it's very Korean in the sense that it feels like every genre. <laughs> Like it doesn't yeah. like they have no qualms about being kind of funny or heartfelt, and then suddenly someone's fingers get popped in a like <laughs> in like. It's pressing. very Korean, and it's, I think as I mentioned last week, it's one of those things where you're like, you know, obviously you want it to be popular, but in a way you're like, I like Korean cinema, and they're the old worlds on it, are they? Oh, great! Yeah. Yeah. I, the things I will say about it, but you know, and, and more about the production than about how it is. Um, one little little tiny things like when you notice it and it's nothing about the story you say it's very Korean and hmm. so it should be because it's a Korean cast and crew but um, just the little bits the way people interact with each other the way the characters are in the games um, Karen and I were watching it and it is so authentically what it is like especially when they're out in the real world like uh, we lived in Korea for like 18 months and it is exactly as, as I remember Sweet. as well as when we lived there, like Me. sitting outside the convenience store when the old man comes out to see him in like a really yeah. early episode. It's like, like raining. Like that is crazy. exactly how it is. Yeah. yeah, the rain comes down like that and the stalls like where the mother works that, you know, you walked past these things on the way back from work and it's what the apartment buildings were like. The little chimes when the guy, when they go to his ex-wife's house that's the noises it makes when you come into your house. Quite a lot of uh, doors in apartment buildings just have key codes that you put in to get into your house. And then like this little sing-song lock opens and you can come inside, um, sitting outside the convenience store, having, having like a beer or something like that. It's really, really common. Um, and it, and, it, and it, was, it was nice. It was a nice memory to watch that. I've never seen anyone play any hideous games over there. But yeah. the other thing is as well, I think there's been a really great investment in this series in its localization like i think if you look at less skillfully made uh, things i know you can have the choice of the subtitles or the dubbing um the dubbing was the was the default when we pressed it and we didn't feel inclined to change it because it was fine um it's been really nicely done they obviously have proper people who are capable of acting doing it not just someone who's reading a translated script and it feels like the script has been done in a way so it is you know, it. I think it has flow. It is. It's clearly not a literal translation. It's been localized, mm. so it still flows when translated into English as well. Um, it's really, really quality stuff. I've re I really enjoyed this series. I feel. I, I think the thing that's really stood out to me is like the production design. I feel like everything from, everything oh, yeah, from the uh, the the bad guys' costumes and and PlayStation uh, control masks and <laughs> like, even the colors. 
everything seems to like just really pop. It's really remember, well put together. Remember, and... remember how we spoke about control, the like the production design and the game control, like literally yeah. every tiny little detail you can recognize from that world. And I feel like that is what Squid Game has created. That like every, you look yeah. at everything and you're like, that is exactly how it should look. It and you see, feel... you, you see people doing like uh, fan art and stuff of the, of the characters and, and drawing that the pink uh, clothes, what's it called? I just feel like everything pops and really like sticks in your memory and and uh, the costumes have come out just in time for halloween i can That's imagine nice. they'll be yeah. laughing all the way to the oh though i saw a small article about apparently like the the writer director and apologies i don't have his name it burned into my mind but um apparently lost like about six teeth through stress during the production jesus mm. i heard he'd been trying to get it made for like a long long time he wrote the script yeah, so he probably just ago. lost the teeth as we all do as we get older. Yeah, he, he just... was, he was, he was certainly, he's about six when he started. His <laughs> yeah. big ones coming in. <laughs> just... Yeah. <laughs> These are my favourite games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's just guzzling a giant... Guzzling a giant squash. Bucket of squash now, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Cool. Apart from, apart from that, we've all watched uh, this week's movie. Movie, uh, which obviously a sequel. We haven't done many sequels on the shelf. I think we, I think Aliens and and the subsequent films are the only ones possibly we've done, at least from like big, big name franchises and that. So yeah. to go back to um, this is pretty is pretty exciting. So A Nightmare on Elm Street Two: Freddy's Revenge uh, is a 1985 American supernatural slasher film slasher film directed by oh here we go directed by jack shoulder <laughs> yeah um and written by david chaskin um it stars mark Patton. initially i was like what mike Patton from mike Patton <laughs> from faith no more what's going on here uh so a teenage boy is haunted in his dreams by a deceased child murderer freddy krueger who is out to possess him in order to continue his reign of terror in the real world Look, this is deceased child murderer. He's deceased, yeah. mate, don't you know? Yeah. Uh, so ratings, uh, IMDb has it at 5.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, critic score is 41%. Uh, audience score is 33%. Letterbox average is 2.8. So it's not like held into it as sort of massively highly regarded, but it, it does have like kind of a cool following. The Rotten Tomatoes... Um, I can't recall now that critics consensus an intriguing subtext of repressed sexuality gives Freddy's revenge some texture, but the nightmare loses its edge in a sequel that lacks convincing performances or memorable scares. Uh, it does have a memorable dance scene there, which we'll, we'll get to. Um, Seen in the movie, if not the decade. Yeah. Uh, a couple of choice letterbox reviews here kind of points out um, kind of the, the, the main uh, talking point, I guess, about this film. Uh, the first one is from Amaya. She put, why do straight people think this is homophobic? Let us enjoy a funky gay horror movie. I just want to see Fruity Kruger do his silly little murders. Four out of five. Um, and then the next one... Fruity uh, Kruger. Fruity Kruger, yeah. <laughs> the next one uh, from Dirt Cage. But this is one of the most violent and subversive attacks and condemnations of homosexuality. Two stars. So two very different opinions. Uh, yeah. And, and I guess the film, I don't know. I mean, I knew there was talk and there's a whole documentary about this aspect of the film. 
Uh, but I didn't realize there was some people who thought it was an attack on homophobia and some people who see the celebration of wait, <laughs> um, homosexuality is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Very, very it's one, it's one of those things that if you weren't aware of it going into it, it's very, I mean, it completely depends, you know, some, you could watch this and think it's very heavy handed with it. And in other ways, it's really not, it's, it's quite the opposite. I mean, I kind of feel like it's quite the opposite. It's kind of like, it, well, the director of, said it doesn't. He said there's no, no intention, right? I, I, was, right, I yeah. went back and I watched the section of the Never Sleep Again documentary just before we got on. Um, I didn't have time to watch all of it, but um, I, I heard a statement. I forget if it was the director or one of the other production crew saying, like, at the time they never intended for it to be taken. It was meant to be a subtext. Um, yeah about the you know he said there was meant to be a subtext mm-hmm. of for the for the time it was a lot of people kind of coming to terms with their sexuality and working out what were you know what it what that was and how they wanted to how they wanted to go about that for the time it was but he said it was meant to be a subtext and then um the the you know our lead actor here so uh so Patton not Mike Patton um, was uh, was there saying yeah like I again I, I think he's an openly gay actor it that's what one of the people in the in the production part was saying there but like he said like come on now if there's loads of teenagers on like forums and someone saying oh this is the the gay nightmare on Elm Street movie then there is no way if loads of teenagers are on like boards saying that about it then there is no way that a group of grown adults making that movie, didn't realize that's what we were making um but yeah it's interesting that you say about the different takes there's some you know there are some people that find it a an attack and something that's quite an offensive take on it i guess or as a negative spin on it and other people find it a you know like a celebration almost i believe this is the only nightmare on elm street movie with a male lead right like as a as the main character yeah. Also, he's supposed to be the first male scream queen. I think he got that title from somewhere. Um, he's got quite a scream on him as Jesse. He does. Are we, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Are we supposed to believe then that the the sort of sexual tension is between Freddie and Jesse? Is that what we're saying? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think. I thought Grady. Yeah, uh, I thought Grady as well because I'm just I'm just I'm literally just reading now um, some stuff that the actor has said, and he's talking about oh, the first encounter. The first encounter between Jesse and Freddie is loaded with sexual tension, according to Patton. Um, and what ended up on screen was actually a toned down version of what the scene almost was. Um, I can, I can, if that's the case, I can understand why some people may find it as an attack on that. I, because, you I know, guess, yeah. I guess if that's what you're seeing. Sorry, yeah, yeah. you go. I, I think it's because um, his relationship with Freddie is definitely one that he's trying to sort of repress i guess he's trying to sort of keep it hidden it's almost like a, a horrible thing that wants to come out so if there are a lot of undercurrents to that and in terms of sexuality yeah. i can understand why some people might misconstrue it at that i didn't quite get that i kind of thought that in terms of the sexual tension was between him and the friend there's sometimes yeah. though um so you're saying in that instance um they're kind of vilifying the homosexuality but sometimes i feel like um like working class uh, people make horror movies about working class people being the being the bad guys. So that's always that's always been the case where people t- tend to 
they kind of take uh, whatever their group is to the extreme mm. um, to kind of point out the, the ludicrous nature of that being yeah. something with, like to be scared of. Um, yeah, it's 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 a weird. It's really weird. Maybe I mean, maybe you know it was a it was a difficult time to be to be homosexual and also to be like an adolescence as, as well because obviously mm. with in the 1980s with the AIDS epidemic and everything like that so you can completely understand why at the time potentially um, there could have been some conversation to have been had surrounding that but I think it's best to listen to whoever made the film and I guess also um, is it Mike Patton <laughs> his experience oh. as you said as Mark. Open- Mark, not Mark, Mike. Mark Patton, as an openly gay actor who, like, this is his definitive role. I think if we listen to him and what he thinks the role is and what, yeah, and, yeah. then I think that's probably the definitive. Because yeah. he can choose how he wants to portray. It. Yeah, I can. I can see both sides. It depends what you, what you take the struggle as, and what metaphors you place on it as a viewer. I get it. Um, well, there is obviously a scene in a gay bar as well, and obviously an openly gay teacher who gets his ass whipped to, 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 to gets horse played to death yeah so i mean i mean there's probably loads of subtext but it's one of those things where is the subtext is looking into the subtext too much taken away from what is essentially yeah. uh, a cheesy 80s slasher exactly you're putting an awful lot of emotional and like metaphorical yeah. weight into an 80s slasher horror sequel yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so um so who else we got in this film? Uh so Mark Patton and uh obviously what's his flavor? It's Freddie. Rob, Rob England. Yeah. Rob England is Freddie. Uh Kim Myers, who isn't Meryl Streep, which is yeah, you know, I baffling. Even... <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute. Obviously not, but at the same time, what? I like it's Lisa. Robert... <laughs> yeah, so she's Lisa. Uh, and then Rob Rustler is Ron Grady, who starts out as you think is like a bully <laughs> to Jesse. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like they, they hate each other at the start. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. like enemies. He's um, like the, the classic Gary Oak character. He's always getting one over on Jesse. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's obviously Jesse's mum and dad as well. Uh, Ken Walsh and she- sorry, Hope Lange. I think she's a quite a Hope Lange. I saw. Hope I was Lange. thinking about that. Is she, is she thinks she's related to um, Jessica Lange. Good question. It is a good Maybe. question, but one I do not know the answer to. Uh, don't know. Don't know. Um, so yeah, who else have we got? That's kind of it, really, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, it's there. not. It's not a huge cast, and there's not. We'll come to it. Like, I guess the body count is higher in this one than the original. That's only because he murders about 10 people at a pool party a bit later on. Like, (laughs) it's quite a contained movie. It doesn't have the buildup of the dread of loads of small nightmare kills, really, that we we had in the original. Because it's almost like the the sleep thing has kind of been... It's it's kind of like pushed aside a little bit, isn't it? It's only really one Mm. character now who needs to... Yeah, not to sleep. Thematically, it hasn't really found its angle no. yet, I guess, in this one. So this one is a very different movie to the first one, which had a lot of the sleep deprivation and no one should really go to sleep for fear of getting freddied. Whereas 
yeah. now it's just kind of Jesse in this thing that's going to take over his body. Do you feel like it's like nowhere near as scary as the, the first one or the third? Like I feel like, although I do remember being quite scared of the opening gambit with the bus driver bit, um, but I don't know. It feels like because it's not dream based, or they haven't used a lot of that dream logic. Like that, that's what really scares me about Freddy, or I think is quite like potent. Is the kind of you fall asleep and then like you're in his world, and he can yeah. kind of like. I wasn't entirely sure about obviously is this the first possession based and is it the only possession based Nightmare on Elm Street movie you could argue maybe five with the dream child where he's kind of possessing an unborn baby to a degree but yeah properly this is the main possession based one and when Jesse is possessed by Freddy do people see Jesse or are they seeing Freddy it's never entirely clear. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he, it looks like with the coach in particular, he becomes Freddy in that steam when he does his tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be Freddy Krueger, <laughs> and he steps out of the mist, and he's got his hat. Sorry, stars in stars in your eyes there for you for our American listeners. Um, yeah, a show in which people told a man called Matthew that they were going to be someone else. Yeah, um, yeah. never as far time, as I'm aware, Freddy Krueger. Never Freddy Krueger, which is disappointing. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't entirely sure about that. I kept thinking, or maybe we'll see in a second, you know, a reflection where it just looks like him with the glove on. But we didn't, never, well, we didn't get a, that. There is a bit where he's looking in the mirror, uh, yeah. and but and Freddy's looking back, but. They, they're not like matching movements. But he's like taunting him. Freddie's giving him the old Dennis yeah. Nedry. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Freddie's um, an interesting oh. character because he is extremely goofy. Like he is yeah. quite quite scary as well, but he's one of, when you think of um, uh, iconic horror creatures or people from that time, who have we got? Michael, Jason, Freddie. Michael, Chucky, Jason, Freddie, Leatherface. Yeah, Chucky can be a bit mouthy, but like Freddie, I know obviously the dream thing is 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 where he gets where he wins essentially because the the dream logic. Just a little scrawny bloke, isn't he really? In a weird he's jumper. Got knife hands and the knife hands are, are the pretty knives, deadly. The knives in this film don't even look that sharp. Even close up, I was like, Would that hurt? Yeah. They look also hella blood. <laughs> I was going to say they don't seem to go in, but they do because they go through. The uh, yeah. Grady's stomach and the door. Yeah. So they must be pretty sharp, and they kind of drag down. Uh, I mean, they're supernaturally sharp. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sharpest there is. Yeah. Uh, so this film starts with so it's like five years after Freddy Krueger's apparent defeat, and uh, a new family has moved into Nancy Thompson's former home. Well, before uh, that, we get my favorite bit of the film, which is the bus. It's a nice. Oh, yeah, the bus. Why have I completely forgot about it? It's a, it's a weird opening, like a cold opening. It's, yeah, um, cold opening. I think I didn't even realize. I think it's Mark Patton as this guy, kind of a nerdy, a emo-y looking version of himself. Yeah. At the back of a bus, um, people get off the bus. I mean, I clocked it was as Robert England as the bus driver. Yeah, as soon as right he gets away. on, he's like, <laughs> he's a very iconic looking person. Yeah. Um, and then it, the bus doesn't stop. I, I don't know why I really like this opening. Like the bus just gets faster and faster. 
it like shoots off the side of the road into like <laughs> into a, the desert. desert. Starts bouncing up and down like crazy. And then it, uh, and it's then, nighttime. Pretty and much then they're in hell. The yeah, ground yeah. opens up. And it becomes a custom a Freddy bus, right? Yeah. It's got like a Freddy <laughs> logo on the front. That's this. This is what I love about Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street. That stuff. That kind of weird logic. I also like when it when it it becomes otherworldly. Like that's what I find quite yeah. palpable about the the, the the franchise. I mean, say what you will. There is no horror boogeyman character that has the. I think the the branding and marketing chops that Freddy has. Maybe the leprechaun comes close. But he's got he's got years of heritage on his side. The Irish Tourism Board are doing that a lot of that work for him. Um, the but Freddie, he'll put a logo on things. He'll get a colour scheme. He's a marketer's dream. Yeah, he's he his face on everything. Or he's got brand guidelines initially. So have a look at me brand guidelines first. Look at my colour wheel. Look at my colour wheel. This brown is... and red. Yep. <laughs> These are my, yeah, these are my CMYK numbers. You know, this yeah. is what we need. So yeah, then he's it, probably then got his uh, own fonts. Yeah. He's definitely the, got font, his own font, the fonts yeah. are, are very interesting in the in the opening titles. The Freddy's Revenge, I'm pretty sure that's the Terminator font. It's like shining metal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Um, I always find that strange when, fil- when films like in the opening credits have got a different font to like all yeah. of the marketing and like the, it's almost like, that must have been done a com- in a completely different meeting. To he's weird because I bet back then it wasn't as a case of just dragging and dropping some text over the top. Like they had no. to kind of burn it into the uh... <laughs> burn it into the celluloid. <laughs> yeah. Someone was in front of the camera holding that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same as what's on the VHS. Oh, yeah. It's no too late now. It's too late. Um, um, yeah, so they, you're right. They're in the hell. Films has the like one is. I can't remember what film it has has the different name like on the opening credits to, to what it's actually called. Is it? It's not Night Eleven, Night Eleven Dead, is it? A is film it Dead Alive, Brain Dead? That's just, I'm gonna look into that because there's a film that has. A, say again. I was saying, is that just an international thing, Dead Alive and Brain Dead? No, I'm pretty was... sure there's a name that has a different a film that has a different name burned into the uh, okay. into the film reel. I'll look into that because I think that's yeah. I can't remember what that is. Well, is it a Nightmare on Elm Street? Part two, Freddy's Revenge, or a Nightmare on Elm Street two. That's what said on the film. Colon, Freddy's Revenge. <laughs> colon. Who's had? Who's revenge? Who's colon's had a revenge? Oh no, shouldn't have eaten that curry. Um, but but yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great opening scene. I enjoyed it. I like a good bit of bus horror, you know. Uh, so they end up in hell, and then yeah. they end up on a precipice in hell, like all of the, all of the. Um, like the scenery falls away and then they're, they're kind of just over like oblivion and then the bus driver gets up. It's just Jesse and two... Are they other characters? I don't remember now. Are they other no. characters from the film? Are they just randos on the bus? Randos who are laughing at him for some reason. And he tries to oh, open yeah, the window. Keep looking and, he... and he's like... Just like chuckling at the fact that he's noticed them laughing and he's getting paranoid about it. Well annoying. Well annoying that is. So it, he uh, he screams. It, it was a nightmare this whole time. Um, his family's downstairs. His sister is eating a bowl of cereals of Fu Manchus. Fu Manchus, that racist cereal. Uh, <laughs> what, what's yeah. the toy? She gets the toy out. Fu Man like, fingers. I think is it? Yeah, Fu, Man, little... Fu Manchu, like racist, like big long scratchy nails. 
there was a moment yeah. where obviously Jesse sort of makes that association with Fre- Freddie's yeah claw hand and like looks at her like <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, I think the mum and dad like uh, I think the daughter's like what's up with Jesse and the mum is kind of more on his side. He's all right. He's just going through some changes. Just having, just having a nightmare. Yeah, he's having changes. He's, uh... He's the he's, sweatiest man alive. He's very sweaty. Never have I seen a sweatier man. <laughs> he's very sweaty. He's also very um, whiny. Like, I feel like he whines a lot. He's very. He's, he's like, he's, oh, it's so hot in here, Dad. Yeah. And, and then the dad's response is, oh, I want that room unpacked by tonight. But he's yeah. going to school. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Dad. I'm off to this <laughs> optional thing. School. What are you, what well, are you doing? I'm going to have Dad? all day. I'm going to have all day PE. Apparently, <laughs> I'm going to be doing press ups constantly for hours. Um, oh, what, yeah. what are you doing, Dad? You sat on your ass all day. You want you going to unpack my room? Yeah, just reading your newspaper and watching your parakeets all day. Come on, grow up. Yeah, and I want, you I want of... your room unpacked. It's not affecting you, Dad. The boxes <laughs> are contained in my bedroom. Also, like downstairs. Um... He's the the dad is the only person who knows that this this is Nancy Thompson's former home, isn't he? A class, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we do get a scene later, a classic scene where someone says, "How do you think we got it so cheap?" But if you weren't, oh yeah, if you weren't aware, none of the other characters know that that's yeah. the case. Uh, so he gets school. I think he meets up with um, what's her face uh, to go to school. Um, yeah, so Lisa. Um, Lisa. Yeah, she she picks him up and they. He's her left to school. I also wondered, is that the same car as Nancy? Has he also got Nancy's old car? Oh, well, as a package with, deal. Yeah. <laughs> no one's using this car, so uh, I'm afraid. So yeah. What what yeah. a deal they got on that house. Yeah, got a free cars. Oh yeah, and also got all these clothes that would Do fit any, a teenage uh, girl. Does the house have any cocktails in there? No, you've got to bring your own. <laughs> Byob, bring your own. Byob. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else though, you are getting a great deal. Um, so yeah, yeah. He, he he nips off to school for his day of all day PE. Um, PE is very varied. The boys have baseball and the girls have archery really nearby the baseball. <laughs> Too close, I would say. Yeah, they they yeah. Yeah, they, have, they have nearby archery. Um, <laughs> during the game of baseball, Jesse gets an aggressive debagging. Oh yeah, Wait, what happens? Yeah, well, what? Literally, literally, he there's they're playing baseball and they get the guy caught between two bases. It's Grady gets caught between the works? two bases. I don't know. If yeah, they have to. Can... You have to. They have to tag you with the ball before you get to a base. What? They gotta, they gotta touch no, you with the ball. That's not that what it looks like in movies. <laughs> like but that's why you slide. You've got to get to the base before they can touch you with the ball. So you slide in beneath them as they're trying to touch you. With the yeah, ball. yeah. So you've got to touch the base before they touch you with the ball. I think I'm mixing baseball up with rounders. I think you can still be caught out, like easily done. Ca- I think if you catch it before it touches the ground, I don't know baseball. I've never claimed to be a baseball player. Uh, I think you can be caught out, but if you've been caught. If the ball has been captured, like they haven't caught it before it's touched the ground, but they've got it. Mm-hmm. I think then they can, if you're between bases trying to go around the bases, if you're yeah. touched with the ball, then you're at. Interesting. Well, Jesse takes a baseball to the face, I think. Right? Oh, he first he gets bonked on the head by the ball, and then. I don't know why. He just looks. Just looking at the sky. I guess There's he's no tired from all the nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Exactly. But, um, but yeah, he's he's got nightmare hangover, so he gets bonked on the head, <laughs> and then he and then in another exchange, he gets Grady out, and he responds by kegging him. We yeah, literally. Him. Yeah, he kegs <laughs> kegging him. him. And how does somebody react? Well, not even, not even, not even that he like literally rips the bum out of his trousers. He's like, I'll teach you. <laughs> that, that teach, I mean, that's humiliating. But someone, yeah. so Lisa's friends is the one who says, nice ass. Yeah, yeah, she's checking him out. She's like, oh, so. Nice ass. How does she, how does she describe it? Oh, you're getting any yet? She's like, oh, come on. He's just my left to school. Yeah, and yeah. then she, yeah, then she cops an eyeful of his entire bum after he <laughs> rips the trousers. Like suddenly, suddenly, I'm changed. He's not wearing normal pants over the top of the, the jock strap. Again, I don't know. Uh, they don't show that detail of baseball in other films. <laughs> do you not wear no? Yeah, do you not? What, what pants? He's wearing are you a jock strap as well. I mean, he, he is a gay icon. There's no other way. It seemed like there was like straps around the thighs. And no actual <laughs> covering the, the crack, All I the all I know region. is that Luke definitely paused, rewind, paused, <laughs> rewind, paused, rewind. Right, and then get, made let some me notes. Get, let, let me get the logistics of this out of the way. And then, so. and then Kat came in and said, What are you doing? He went, nothing. Just looking at holidays. She's walked in on me watching some strange movies at the wrong time. <laughs> I've had to try and talk them away. That's um, just Freddy's revenge. It's just Freddy's revenge. What are you watching there? It's Freddy's revenge again. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Freddy's got a lot of revenge to have. I don't, I don't remember this bit in Freddy's revenge. It's it's what it's deleted scenes. Deleted scenes. I'm yeah, watching well, a DVD. Yeah, I do a podcast about this. I've got to get all the content down. All the details. No pants. A lot of shower scenes in this movie. So no many shower pants. scenes. No pants. Interested. So What's the theme. What's the subtext here? So pants are useless. Jesse, yeah, like you can be you can be protected from you know if you stay awake, you get your pet pills, you drink a lot of coffee, you can stop yourself going to sleep and Freddie getting you in your nightmares, but you cannot protect yourself from being dacked. That could happen at any time. Is it dacked? What you would say? I say kegged, and I know in in Manchester, in Manchester they say kegged. I say kegged. Okay, so. For, for listeners who yeah. aren't from one of these regions, that means like you, your friend sneaks up behind you and pulls down your pants. Hopefully, just the outer layer of the, the trousers and not the inner pants. But it has happened. It's happened <laughs> it has happened where sometimes both. Yeah. And, yeah. and then you get tangled up in your legs and you fall forwards onto your face and your ass. Oh, yeah. no, it's, it's the worst. <laughs> I mean, technically, if someone just um, debags you and pulls you out, that was it was debagging at my uh, school. Oh, debagging! Nice. If someone if someone just debags you and just pulls you just your trousers down, then that's fine. It's a bit of a uh, you know little bit of uh, fun and games for school. You're a bit embarrassed at the time, but if they do get your pants as well, everyone in the area of the playground has to go on the sex offenders register. <laughs> just, just, just accidentally. Initially, I thought you said teabagged, not debagged. No, debagged. That's something that's, completely that's different. A different. That's a different thing. And of course, yeah. I'm of the age, and um, you guys might have caught the tail end of it with your with your poppers, I guess, because there's a whole other angle to it where you wouldn't even have oh, to pull God, people's trousers yeah. down. I forgot poppers were a thing. Oh, poppers. <laughs> Get yourself that some poppers, and then someone's just going to come along and. Yeah, I mean yeah. they're not they're not school friendly popper trousers. Uh, did you? I mean, in school, this was a big thing. We're just getting like dead legs and dead arms. <laughs> Like, yeah. 
if you went into like an, a grown man as an adult and gave him a dead leg, like it's horrendous. Like you, you, you make it so you're hurting someone so much that they can't feel their leg anymore. Like, it's so bad. and as a kid, you're like, does it hurt? No. And like you're limping away. Like you literally can't, you can't move your leg. It's horrendous. I feel like 90% of the interactions between children, certainly when I was at school, was about yeah. hurting one another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He used to like run up Another to your friend's ah, angina and punch them right in the center of the chest. Like, ah. Ah, oh god, it's horrible. Winded, the chest cavity. Used People used to just punch each other in the balls. Like yeah, they just walk up to you and like and yeah. not kick you. Oh, you do that flick <laughs> thing with your hand so it doesn't hurt at first, but then it then it starts to hurt about 10 seconds later. <laughs> I got winded fairly recently falling off a bike. Well, it was a few months ago. I, I can't, I literally, there's nothing. It's horrible. It's yeah. horrific. You're like, I'm dead. I am dead. I am dead. <laughs> That's my soul I'm escaping dead. my body. <laughs> because um, you, when it happens, you forget what being winded is. So for a second, you're literally like, what's going on? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> yeah. So uh, um, they get, they get done for that. Yeah. Decked and where the teacher is, I think it's called Seymour. Is it? Coach so Schneider. Coach Schneider is uh, what's his name from Total Recall, isn't he? The one with the thing on his body. Um, oh, Quato. Yeah. The, the thing attached Quato. to Quato. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's right. Um, so yeah he um, has not got a quarter on him and he does not stand for that messing around <laughs> I don't know why Jesse gets in trouble for having his pants pulled down yeah I don't like that logic that's annoying or do they, just, another... or do they just fight that's another thing there's a bit school. of scrap yeah school yeah if you if you were getting beat up you would still get kind of told off for it they're beating me up stop fighting I'm getting yeah. beaten up here <laughs> gotta grow up but they have um, to do like uh, press ups. They, they have to do ineffective press ups in the dirt. Yeah, so yeah those press ups, uh, the, the form is not good. I mean, it sounds like they've been doing it for a long time, though. So you've got to. Maybe they're real tired because it, it has track. been, yeah. as far as we learn, 
all day all at day. school. Um, and he has a and then now Grady, they're friends now. They've had a fight. Classic, classic boys at school. They've had a punch like, up, and now like they're that best detail, mates. That the bully's not just a bully all day through. That yeah. they, there's a switch around it's a, there. It's a good detail, and it's a nice sort of like unique relationship to be shown in like not just a slasher movie, but like any sort of teen movie. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. detail because a lot a lot yeah. of these characters are quite one dimensional. Um, or can be sorry, can be quite one dimensional. I feel like that gave me a little something extra yeah, to the kind characters. of friendly, and, and it also rivals. made me kind of care when Grady gets got. Yeah, so I was a bit like, ah, oh, that's a shame. Grady's description when he looks over at Lisa, who's still doing some archery, watching him do the press up. So, oh, so you are you mounting her nightly? I'm like, oh, Grady. <laughs> You can only sink lower if you have a film, a scene later in the film where you're talking entirely with your mouth full for the entire scene. Oh, yeah. that, you're that was annoying. That was annoying. <laughs> He's like, oh, over there, what, Meryl Streep? No. Yeah. Meryl Streep, are you mounting her nightly? Oh, Grady, no. <laughs> yeah. um, but he's not. This is no, no. Just, uh, just friends. Just friends. Stage. The mountains may come later. Possibly. Um, unfortunately, I can also confirm that he gets home and he doesn't unpack his room at all. He just goes straight to bed after that long PE Absolutely and has a has a nightmare. Uh, well, he has a dream first where he quite slowly wanders around the house, um, sees Freddy down in the basement and then has a quick bump into him. Yeah. Does it it's both Freddy say, like, kill for me or...? Uh, he says that a bit later. Right now, he's, he's like, he sees him in the basement and he's holding the door closed. He's like, Dad, Dad! And it's like, ah... What? Daddy uh, can't. Daddy can't help me now. This really shows him his brain. Oh, and yeah. it's like pulsing. He says, "You've yeah. got the body, and I've got the brain." Um, I will say, Je- um, bitch. <laughs> I will say, um, <laughs> I love the the practical uh, effects in this film. They're pretty great. Like yeah. uh, peels that goofy. head back. Yeah, pulsy and goopy. Uh, when did what year did this film come out? Do we know? Did you say eighty five and eighty four? So it was nineteen eighty five. This one, yeah. And what year did Candyman come out? That was like 90s, right? That was 1990, I believe, yeah. Or, or 80, some, 89 or 90. There's some similarities. I don't know of like, uh, um, you know... The, the way the, he talks the, to him, like, be my victim. And... Be, yeah, that, that's what stuck, stuck to me. Uh, struck yeah. out to me. Um, yeah. Stuck out to me. And also <laughs> um, that whole vibe of the killer kind of killing people and then and it cuts to the person like, oh, I, oh it looks shit. like I've done this. Yeah. I don't know. It seems a little bit familiar, but you know, can't be yeah. all original. But yeah, uh, you're right, Luke. Uh, and Freddie isn't quite in it. He's not in his bitch phase yet. He just says, no, "Daddy, yeah, yeah. D- Daddy can't help me now." Um, when does he? When does he become a right mouthy gobshite? He he starts <laughs> saying "bitch" from the next one because this because number three is famously "Welcome to Prime Time, it, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very bitch heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right now, he's just... Uh, he's got some good lines in this one. <laughs> Look after yourself, fucker. Witty. Yeah, he's just an... Well, he's after revenge right now. Right now, he hasn't got time. Like he, Right now, Freddy is who's, livid. He's getting ready he, for some revenge. Who's he revenging upon? I don't understand. Like, people, the parents... The house? There. Different the house, people the live street. There. Yeah, it's all street. Like, yeah, that's if it. you yeah. live in this street, I am yeah. gonna be after you. Because <laughs> this one day on this street, and there was a little pebble. Didn't see it. Went skidded for miles. <laughs> Look at my grazed skin. That's from skateboarding. Grazed. 
And that was Freddy's original nightmare on Elm Street. And that's what he was skateboarding on. He was like, oh, gets home, his face is all scarred. His wife, Mrs. Kruger's there saying, oh, what happened to you? I've just had a nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, that's it. And then this now, now he just asks everyone what their postcode is. He goes, "What's your postcode?" And he goes, "Right, that's it." <laughs> Freddy is a here. shit. Freddy is a shit version of the postcode lottery. Yeah, the worst yeah. version of the postcode lottery. He Someone's up at, your house. at the door. Someone's ringing it, your bell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's Freddy's Freddy knocking at the door. Freddy's yeah. slicing the skin off your face. Yeah, but he wakes up again. But Jesse is still dead tired, and then we just have a little throwaway scene where he's at school. Today's lesson is all-day science. And then, okay. I didn't get on this one, so does does Grady put the snake on him I when he's fallen Grady... asleep in class, or did, he, or did the snake teleport on him with Freddy? Again, a classic school prank. You put yeah. the anaconda on the on the sleeping person. <laughs> it's literally and again, around his the, neck. The know, pranked yeah. person, the pranky, yeah, gets told is, is blamed. Oh, if you want to play with a snake, what does he say? Join the, the circus or something. Yeah, yeah. Get, the, get in the bloody circus. Get in the bloody circus. Like I was clearly asleep. But what I like about this is that at least Jesse like gives him gives Grady the finger and it's kind of like yeah, laughing. Like, yeah, he like laughs along with it. He laughs along with. I like that kind of. There's a weird like camaraderie. Uh, yeah, like it it's just an interesting like, dynamic for like yeah. a school-based movie for there not to be like a bully. You know, a, yeah. a teacher, a love interest. It's almost like everyone has got like a different role to play, and it's quite unique. Yeah, yeah. Is it the most like nuanced school relationships in a movie of its era? Because you're right. Ever. Usually, yeah. it is very Breakfast Club, right? Where there's archetypes of these different things. It is unusual that you've got people who they're kind of friends, but their friendship is pissing each other. Well, I off. feel like that's more realistic because there are plenty of people that I was like not. Kind of not, I wouldn't consider him a friend at school, but you know, it might have been somebody that you kind of had a bit of banter with, or maybe you had like one joke or one in joke. And yeah. other people were like, for some reason, I wouldn't call them a bully, but for some reason, you hated each other, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know I had, I, I had, a, I had, a, I had relationships like that, and you know, kind of people that you didn't speak to so much, but I think it just felt more realistic. It felt more, yeah, it did, more yeah. balanced. It's nuanced. It's the dear Evan Hansen of its time. I haven't seen that film, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> giving this film, film a deeper meaning than ever before, and just in time for us to get to the best scene ever. So after school and all day maths, um, or science, Jesse is about to nip out um, to go and see Lisa, who's rich and has a swimming pool. Um, and Dad is having none of it. Dad's like, no, no, no. I told oh, you okay. yeah. I wanted you to unpack this room. So off you go now, son. He did his he dad, does some firm dad talk. His dad on, reminds me room. of like a northern dad from like a British, <laughs> a British coming of age drama. Always on the, the sofa. Service. Yeah. Get upstairs and clean room, you bastard. That's terrible, sorry. <laughs> but, but that, but that <laughs> sort of I apologize. <laughs> but that sort of attitude and to hear like an American sort of yeah, he's been at this, he's been at the Polish the, the silverware polishing factory all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, up you go. Up you go and clean your room, son. And he's literally just about to leave as well. That's annoying, isn't it? Oh, he's got his coat on and everything. He's like, oh, well, I'm just off out like you're done. No, no, he's no, got no, a no. little wrapped up towel where obviously he's got his little his little speedos in there. Yeah, as well. he could have shouted up to him and said, hey, son, 
you know, a little bit of advice. Room. Gonna tuck yeah. gonna unpack your room, but he says, fine. If I'm but gonna does... unpack my room, I'm gonna have a good time <laughs> do doing style. it. Yeah. And do it with style, but also do it like you know, when you just chuck everything under the under the bed. Yeah, he's literally slam. pouring the box into a drawer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he puts on a great uh, a great musical track. Um Kathy Dennis touch me all night long. Um, it feels yeah. quite normal until he butt bumps the drawer closed. Oh, like, at that point, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, this is an interesting dance. Not he, thankfully, then he manages to find he gets his big shades. I love that thing. I found the gif of it when he's trying, he puts the first that lot of shades cool. on and he's like, clicks his fingers. Then he finds some more. I'll move to the picture. He finds some more extravagant shades and a pop gun. They used to have must, a pop gun. I didn't know. Filming that, that scene must have been a fun, gun, you know. Yeah. It's just like a thing. I guess the air pressure used to like fires a cork out of the end. It makes a little pop sound, and he's doing like Why a suggestive do dance with it from the crotch. That's an interesting choice. Oh, he uh, knew one, what he was why, doing. Why would you not do it from the crotch? Well, just do it from the hip. <laughs> Always from aim, the aim, aim it like a sniper. But it, it came in like the apex of the thrust. So it's, yeah. it's very, you know, he knows he's doing exactly what he's doing. He's thinking and doing a call. But like we, I know we have a we had a we had a short-lived <laughs> section of real life horrors. This is the oh, worst dear. one. Go on. If you're singing or dancing, and you know, yeah. you, you, you just enjoying yourself, and then someone walks in. Oh my uh, goodness. Yeah. It's like the world has ended very briefly. And Lisa, that girl he fancies, um, has come round and uh, and and his mom has brought her up. They've seen him and he like he does. It's after he's done the pop of the pop gun, he kind of like jumps down from the bed and tries to like style it out before standing there. That's all the bit. I wonder what. Oh, I knew uh, you were watching. I knew you were watching. I mean, what is she thinking? <laughs> what She's is thinking. That? Take me now. She's been yeah. touch take, me, baby. Drive me crazy. Me touch me, comma. All night long is what she's thinking. Yeah. Oh, how impatient is she as well? Because he's only been he's only been cleaning the room for like five minutes, and already Lisa's gone. <laughs> right, he's obviously not coming to join me in the pool. I better go to his house and see where he's at. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it's like the the, the power later. of a montage. He's and I've done this before. Been really ineffective at doing some kind of job, and then someone helps you like Lisa does, and the whole room is perfect within two minutes. That song yeah. might have been on repeat for like 45 minutes an hour. That's how he's choreographed that entire dance routine. Yeah. Um, Bang so, it. Uh, she comes around and she, she helps, but then she like takes a book out of the wardrobe, which is the opposite of tidying up. She's making a mess, if anything, taking things <laughs> out. Uh, but it's a diary uh, and it's uh, Nancy's diary from. They literally left everything in this house, didn't they? Cars, diaries, well, parakeets. It, it makes sense because the mum got turned into like a, an inflatable doll, and <laughs> and so and then in another oh yeah because first her mum burned up in the bed because I'm not sure what that oh, ending yeah. is meant to be right because before yeah. the nightmare ends she gets turned into a skeleton and then sucked into the poltergeist the dimension through the bed yeah. Can okay, be then, and then I'm she's alive again, and then gets slurped through, the, and then gets slurped through the door by Freddy as a as a blow up doll. What happened so, to Dad? Is, is he like a police? No, he's police fine. He's in. He's got, in it again. He's in the third. Turn, he got turned into a parakeet, <laughs> <laughs> and he's been there the whole time waiting. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, so she is gone, but yeah, apparently most of Nancy's things did get taken out apart from that diary. They've cleaned out that entire wardrobe. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I stay in hotels for a day and I check drawers I've never even opened to make sure I haven't left anything. Yeah. Have I accidentally put my passport in this drawer that I haven't opened the whole time I've been here? Yeah. <laughs> Have I accidentally <laughs> left my deepest, most personal thoughts? Yeah, yeah. that diary about that time that you wanted to have sex with Glenn from over the road and that time that you met a Freddy. And he got, ate, he got eaten by his mattress as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. She hates mattresses now. Can't sleep on them. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a fear of mattresses. She's, she's got a futon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, so they look for the diary. And then I think that some of the things that she reads out ring true in Jesse's dreams that he's been having. Um, I think, I can't remember what. Oh, it says, oh, this geezer. He's a filthy old, filthy old bloke. Got a hat named Fred. Yeah. She calls him Fred, Fred not Jeffrey. Freddy. She's very formal about it. Frederick. Frederick. Would be the correct. Frederick Krugerton. Um, so, I mean, what happens here? So, I think Jesse goes to bed and everything starts melting. Is it? Is it that point? Yeah, he wakes up. It's all melty. He's got the glove, and this is where this is when Freddy's going. Go on, do some killing for me. And it's like, oh, Fred. Yeah. Don't do a little bit of killing for me, will you? You know you want to. Ah, this is when he goes to the bar in his pajamas. He goes to like a like a leather bar in his pajamas. I mean, yeah, is that, oh, is that? Oh, hang on. Is that bef- that? I think it's that's after after the um, the birds. We don't want to miss that. So well, the, the next uh, killer, killer cockatiels bit. Yeah, yeah, the killer cockatiels are there. The dad is basically going, "Shit, Jesse, will you stop going on about the heating?" Even though they're all like pouring with sweat. Is that is that a common thing in Nightmare on Elm Street movies as well? Like, get, it gets hot. I don't, I don't think Freddy's. so. The yeah, carpet got so. melty in the first one in a nightmare, yeah. but this is like in the real world because the mom and dad are all there as well. His yeah. his like um, CD his records aren't melting in the real world. That's a dream bit, I think. That's just yeah. a dreamy bit. Yeah, that was a dream. But now it's really hot in the house. Even the dad is hot, and then he goes, "Oh, I keep telling you, there's nothing wrong with this house." Just before the third thing this week catches fire, like the toaster yeah. just catches oh, fire, just even a... though it's not plugged in. Just a coincidence. But then yeah. the birds start rattling and rumbling and one of the birds has been killed and the other one's gone insane. And it's like <laughs> that, and it's like and it's like that video, the parakeet that's not dead has go out and it's like attacking the little sister, it's attacking the mum and dad. It scratches the dad across the face. Yeah. Um he's and- like really bad at being like a protective dad at that point as well. He kind of cowers and just tells the others to run away. <laughs> So quick, everyone um, run away. It's like that um, that viral video from a couple years ago about the bats. With the bats. Like That's exactly him. what I was going to say. <laughs> Catch, Catch him, Jerry. Jerry. Catch him, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> on him. Also, when he gets scratched on the face by it, he, he makes the most of it. He's got a plaster on his face the rest of the film. He thinks he's, ne- he thinks he's <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> I'm yes. like, oh, grow up. It's a tiny little scratch. He's like, nah. Oh, plaster's maybe that's... Stay on. Maybe that was how the actions of this dead now is how Kelly Rowland was found herself in Freddy versus Jason. The casting director was looking, oh, see if I get some inspiration from the old. Oh my God, that's things. a domino effect. And it's like Nelly or a Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Nelly, Kelly texting on the Microsoft Excel app. We're at a classic <laughs> moment. Yeah. 
<laughs> with a sonar pulse bit and that song. But anyway, um, so that bird catches fire. Um, Jesse's dad immediately shifts the blame culture. It was like, how did you bloody do it, Jesse? Bombs. Bombs. <laughs> yeah. Bombs inside um, the birds. And he's like, no, obviously not, Dad. No. I think if you feed birds rice, they, they blow up. I think that was in The Simpsons. But I, I don't know if that's true. Oh. <laughs> um, the dad is almost starting a fight with him. His mom's having to hold him back. Um, yeah. He goes on upstairs, and then this, I think, is when he goes to bed, wakes up. It's incredibly hot and sweaty. So the best thing to do is to go to a seedy leather bar in town. Yeah, in your pajamas uh, as well. Like initially, I was like, is he wearing just like a Hawaiian? In your shirt? in no, your jammies, cool. undone to make to it be extra fair, though, hot and I sexy. Mean, there's a lot of unique looks um, in this bar, it seems, yeah. anyway. So it seems like the kind of place where if you were going to go in your pyjamas, this is probably the only place you could go where probably no one's going to judge you. And, and he gets served. You know, for a, you know, a country where 21 is the drinking age, he gets a beer right away. But Has oh he got any no. money? Has he got any money in his gym jams? I'm, I'm the, guessing because think... he's a cute man in his gym jams. Maybe he gets it for free in that place. You come yeah. without a shirt done up, you get is at he, least he, one free beer. He's got that like baby fetish where he's wearing a diaper. Yeah, oh, and, uh, <laughs> unfortunately for this though, Jesse gets busted because his teacher just so happens to be undercover in that leather bar. I um, think if, uh, if you, he's uh, like, I was undercover I waiting for you. I, you. I was definitely I think, undercover. I think if you were uh, uh, in Jesse's position and, and your teacher saw you whilst wearing like a leather vest and. Uh, I don't think a teacher would make themselves no. known. I think you'd avoid eye contact. <laughs> Pretend you didn't see each other. Also, how has he got him to go? They'd both be pointing it. Also, how has he got him to go back to the school with him? Like, I'd be right, like, come back to school with me to be punished. Hang on a minute. Time you've for got no... Maybe it's next door. I don't know. You've got no authority over me here. I'm in the lever bar. I'll do what I want outside of work. Uh, sorry, I mean, outside okay, of school it hours. Might be, it might be legal to, to drink that. Okay, that's fine. I'll go to prison. I'm not going to school. Like, yeah. I'm not... <laughs> Come and do <laughs> some, some laps around the yeah. sports hall. Do, oh, do laps, do laps at the gym. Also, no, absolutely coach, not. Also, Coach Schneider, you are living in a town which has a history of burning child abusers alive. Yeah. Careful, yeah. Mate. Careful, mate. Be careful. <laughs> oh, just getting him to do some some sexy laps around. No. <laughs> Right, get your jammies off. Get your PTA meeting. Get your PTA on. Tell them everything. (laughs) It's just very, very weird. Like, like he's clearly not with it either, Jesse. So, like, the act of him taking him back to the school is just bizarre. Did he drive? Did he? Did he get public transport? Like, what is happening? Yeah, and he's like, it's just next door to the lever bar. Yeah, and (laughs) so Coach Schneider has gone back into his coach's office to get changed out of his like leather vest into his. Very hand, very heavily Adidas branded sports gear. Yeah, he's only got two two skins, the two uniforms. But then he gets, um, (laughs) but then he gets attacked by literally all of the balls. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, he he keeps getting like knocked in the face by basketballs and stuff. A lot of that stuff doesn't look like it. I mean, it would hurt, but I wouldn't collapse on the floor and hide. Less than the dumbbells. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah, like tennis balls. No, let's talk about. Let's really get into the homoerotic undertones of a man getting repeatedly hit by balls in the face. They're not even uh, undertones, subtext, when his pants are pulled down and he's whipped on the bottom. (laughs) He gets dragged into the showers by skipping ropes. That's pretty blatant. 
Hang on a minute, this is supposed to be homoerotic subtext here. What are you doing whipping his ass? <laughs> well, you know, we gotta go full hog. We gotta go whole yeah. hog with it. Literally, Freddie is getting the towels and like spinning them up into like whipping things, and he's like whipping him. <laughs> and um, Schneider's not into that. Of all the things he is into, um, he's not really into being horse played. Freddie, I mean, watch is, out because they'll be doing laps in a second. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you might like that a little bit, but that was way too hard. Do you know what I mean? It's already left. It's immediately left a mark. I mean, it looks sore. It looks pretty yeah. sore. <laughs> he's also bit... Jesse's just watching from the from the fog. Yeah, he's just, uh... <laughs> he's just having a shower. Going, he's really well, enjoying that shower as this, well. Like it's yeah. the first shower he's had ever. Some 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 showers, some showers, and that it looks like nice hot water. You know when it's so powerful and then like the, the smack in the back yeah. of your neck, you're like, I'm never getting out of this shower. Oh, it's like though, a massage so maybe... as well. Yeah. He's not going to have one of those in a public thing because it's going to be like swimming pool things where you can push it in and you get about eight seconds of hot oh, water. Oh, no. Yeah. You've got to lean back into it. You? <laughs> You've got to try and get the small of your back into the button <laughs> so you can... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dangerous. Um, dangerous game. Yeah, but yeah. Um, the mist all comes up and Freddy... Well, Jesse is transformed to Freddy. He was Freddy all along. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, is that what we're supposed to believe? Yeah, possibly. Sure. Uh, so, so he transforms gets, uh, to Freddy in his clothes, and Freddy basically like, slashes him, slashes up like Schneider. Polite slashes, I'd say, because they don't seem to go through or or don't seem to be that bad, but they're enough to kill him. His health he was quite fucks. low from the whipping, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was already so it was already on. It was already on like danger. Yeah. Even your melee the, one buttoned all the way to yeah. the last bit of life yeah it's like it's like street fighter you could take several hadoukens you could be in quite a bit they get kicked in the shin at the end (laughs) 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 so no you've just taken that amount of pain (laughs) you've just taken too much pain to withstand and he's just he's just gone (laughs) or like yeah like on mortal kombat when you're trying to do the fatality and you end up just giving them like a little <laughs> fatality. <laughs> yeah. Do that thing where they literally just go stiff and fall over backwards. Yeah. Um, Classic. Yeah. So that's that's that one. Schneider's there. The police find Jesse wandering the streets naked. They bring him home. And his dad, uh, okay. you, you undress. Yeah, wandering the streets. Dad says, naked, "What are you on?" Um. I, I mean, he thinks he's on drugs, but I mean, I, d- I don't know what. Would drugs explain? I think even the mum mum says like, "Are you smoking something?" Or the thing is, he's having oh, so many problems with sleeping. Like, it, yeah, you, I think you'd immediately go, "Is it something like sleepwalking, fugue state nonsense?" Yeah, yeah. I suppose. I suppose his it dad kind of wants represents... to send him to a method methadone clinic. Isn't that for yeah. like what is that? Heroin. For? Is that That's heroin. For heroin. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, not taking heroin. Heroin. You're not going to be like, oh, I've, I've had a lovely bit of heroin. Time for a walk. <laughs> Let's go yeah. naked down the street. Like that's no. Yeah. yeah. But and also the police that you know they find that Schneider's been been killed. Um, but they oh, should we arrest that boy we found wandering naked? Yeah. And his clothes are almost nah. No, that's no, we're not gonna make the connection. Who is the detective in charge of this murder investigation? Probably he's Nancy's, gone. B- probably Nancy's bloody dad from the first storm. Oh, well, it's nothing to do with solving any crimes. Um, they get, he goes to bed. He wakes up in the morning. Um, he's not feeling fine. This is when the, it all comes out. The dad's bought like he's a 
well, your dad's like, oh, all right, Jesse, on drugs again, are you, this morning? <laughs> it's like, well, He's got an even bigger you, plaster on his face now. He started <laughs> off with a little one like that, and then this one's like going all the way down his face. I'm like, yeah. oh, making it. He's got a like, cross of plasters. <laughs> and he's like, well, how about you, Dad? You ain't so perfect. You only bought over the haunted house, didn't you? Because the... <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, that's when the dad's like, there's nothing wrong with this house. Then the toaster just catches the toaster just catches fire. Yeah. I got a great deal. It's great. Free car, free diary. What more do sure. you want? Oh, then three parakeets worked out well, didn't they, Dad? Yeah, little exploding parakeets. Um, There's a yeah, few pages so... in the back of that diary. You could, you could, it could become your diary. There we go. We'll make the most of it. Make the most yeah. of a bad time. Uh, this is just where Lisa takes Jesse on a little trip to like um, the power station or something where Freddie used to yeah. work. It's like yeah, it's, it's like a boiler room, but like a industrial size boiler. Like a this deluxe. Like, this is like the industrial zone in Crystal Maze. I recognise this place. <laughs> yeah. This looks like yeah. everywhere. This looks like the end of Terminator Two. It looks like Terminator yeah, In the end, 2. I was like, I'm pretty sure if they pan the camera left, they'd see Terminator dipping into some lava, <laughs> giving it a <laughs> yeah. thumbs up. Yeah, it's like, and it's on like a big hill in the middle of like a wasteland. This is where like Dragon Ball Z fights happen. This is like Zordon's <laughs> command center. Yeah. They're all, all the all the places. Also, Freddy's base of operations, and yeah. they go in there and they go, oh, why don't you? Because Lisa's been reading Nancy's diary, and it's like, oh. Maybe you're not turning into a Freddy and doing doing a murder. Uh, nope. Maybe you're getting psychic vibes. Oh, oh it's, yeah. it's Billy Malignant. That's what's happening. He's having the Freddy's yeah. malignant in him. Um, He's like, yeah. Now he can be a crappy like um, what's the word? Psychic, psychic. What's the word? I don't know. Yeah. Psychic. What is he like? Like a psychic, like he's a like, psychic. oh, get, That's what I'm get, some, get some psychic yeah. vibes. He's, oh, you getting any feelings? Yeah, I feel like an absolute dickhead. And then there's just a rat <laughs> in a box that scares them. Yeah. Maybe it's the same rat later on that is like a mutant, like I think <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It was getting yeah. ready to do that and it transformed, but then they just looked away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it went, oh, wasting right. a good, <laughs> I'll be ready for, a good I'll... transformation. I'll be ready for you next time. Um, and yeah. then basically that's all that happens that day. And then the next night, um, Jesse's little sister gets woken up because Freddie like goes, oh, yeah. kid, wake up. And then we look up and it's Jesse with a Freddie glove on. I don't think Freddie sounded that violent. I don't think he was going to do any any murders at that point. He yeah. just sounded like he just wanted to wake the kid up. Yeah, he was yeah. He was just trying to make a, he was just like making things inconvenient. He's like, hey, kid, wake up. And then she wakes up a little bit and goes, oh, what time I mean, is it? And Jesse goes, it's late, go back to sleep. It's like, oh, <laughs> make your fucking mind up, Jess. But Freddy Krueger is a child murderer, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, But it, why is it only teenagers he really goes after? In these because movies? it's been a few years and, and child's children have got older. Child's <laughs> older. His so, tastes yeah. grow with age. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, I mean, now, like in he, 2021, lock up the granddad's. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your granddad. They're always asleep as well, granddads. If that or Freddie was trying oh, to avoid the things that would trouble his career later on, like he was like, right, I kill, 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 kill teenagers, and then I think Nancy describes him in the first one as a filthy child murderer. So, you know, he's conscious that he's skirting skirting the fine line of being recognised as like a big old pedo. And then in the remake, and he's like, I'm going to stay away from this. I'm going to kill teenagers. 
yeah. and then obviously it doesn't work I've out grown, right? in that re- in that remake they basically go yeah you're a proper nonce freddy oh yeah i'd like to see um nightmare on elm street takes on like the old folks home where they're like their dementia is kind of playing into the into the nightmare logic as well and they can't stop napping oh, oh god you have loads of naps when you're old the kid, the you get you easy yeah. Those would be absolutely knackered. Who's put like, Formula oh, One again. on? <laughs> oh, <man>. oh, Wimbledon. <laughs> the killer's knackered, just like, oh, not again. I can't be bothered. It's literally 10 times a day chasing after yeah. you in your dreams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess we're coming to the party night now at, yeah, at yeah. Lisa's, Lisa's it's, pool party. It's, it's getting towards, so Lisa's getting towards party a- night. She's having a pool party and the dad is like doing a barbecue. Cooking yeah. a few wieners. Cooking up a few the wieners. wieners. Putting the Grady hasn't on. come because he's grounded for, and I quote, pushing his grandma down a flight of stairs. What? I missed that. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, you can't, it's hard to tell because on the day at school before the party, that's the scene where Jesse speaks, in, not Jesse, where Grady speaks entirely with his oh, mouth yeah. full of burger. Finish what's in your mouth before you say something else. Oh, I've got a fresh bite here. Also, what constitutes as a flight of stairs? Because surely you've pushed your grandmother down a whole flight of stairs, dead. That's (laughs) murder or attempted murder, at least. Uh, Hang on. Thick carpets in the 80s. Wasn't all your hardwood floors like it is today, but no laminates around here. You had big, thick shag pile carpet. Old person falls down the stairs in the 80s. Wallpapers. Bounce back up. Ridges on it, you can grab onto as you're falling down. It's like so yeah. whatever that is called that you piddle off. <laughs> <laughs> so and his nan was fine. So all he all he got was a grounding. So he can't make it to Lisa's party. But you're right, Ben. So the dad is going to DJ, but they are going upstairs at some point. The party begins. Mom and dad do go upstairs, and everyone watches for the lights to go off. It's weird that their lights they also. I guess when the lights are off, they also it's like. It soundproofs the bedroom or something because yeah, yeah. so, as soon as the lights go off, they, they're so loud. Yeah, they literally like whack the music up and begin a full blown orgy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody get in the swimming pool. There's a really weird guy that we don't see at any point, but he starts. I didn't see. He's him. all over Lisa's Lisa's friend. Like he's just a proper weird, creepy. Oh, guy. I know what you mean. Yeah, he's got. Like yeah, a, he's a, like a quiff, and he's very crabby <laughs> from the from the swimming pool. That's like. Yeah, already seems to be boiling because it's not like a giant jacuzzi, is it? Like it's no. already it's bubbling, right? I'm assuming it's boiling pretty much straight off because Freddy's in the vicinity, so you know he he's clearly yeah. he brings he, the heat. It's he if you're ever in him. some sort of body of water and it's bubbling from the heat, I'd say get out. That's probably yeah. too hot. That's how cat had the baths, though. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you could come to an arrangement that you would neither possess or murder you. Freddie, do wonders for your heating bill. <laughs> How'd you come to that arrangement, though? Because I don't think he's a trustworthy type. No. No. Maybe I'll not have it. kids. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, he needs to make his mind up. He either likes kids a lot and appropriately too much, <laughs> too much. Or, <laughs> or he doesn't like them at all. He's always trying to kill them. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, so, he's quite a confused individual, Freddy Krueger. I may have told you this before. Stop me if I have. Like once had a nightmare about we were watching a we were marathoning Freddy Krueger movies. Um, me and my friend Tom had a nightmare about Freddy. Um, he was chasing me through a house. Got to the bit. Um, he came out of the microwave in the dream. 
Um, yeah. That's not like was way do. <laughs> chasing us, chasing us through the house. We got out to the front garden. This sort of swamp monster, a bit like the gill man, hopped up from behind the garden hedge. Must have been the neighbour, I suppose. Threw a load of spaghetti hoops over Freddy. Ruined his jumper. He was so upset. Um, he broke down. He was having floods of tears. Uh, and then I calmed yeah. Freddie down. Said, "Don't get upset, mate. We'll go and get you a new jumper." Um, and we did. Went down Tamworth Town Centre. Got him a new jumper. He was thrilled. And then we decided we we're going to get to swim baths. But I woke up before we got there. That sounds <laughs> lovely. Like you turned, you turned it. it does. It's like like a kids' TV show a very wholesome experience that sounds nice you should yeah. have taken them to um the what do you call it uh it's like a skiing thing in town the snow dome well in town the snow dome yeah. is where the swimming baths is as well it's just another bit of it so we did yeah, go okay yeah or the bowling alley oh, i've been to the bowling alley in town over the road yeah. yeah oh we could we would have gone to all they call the area pleasure island for a while there you go take or pleasure, pleasure island, island. I think Freddie to Pleasure Island, it could have turned his whole his whole thing around. People, yeah. There's no one above redemption, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Absolutely. Okay, so that didn't happen in this one, though. No, in, in this, this one. one this one. Um, Lisa to... is Lisa and oh, yeah. is fine. And like Lisa and Jesse are are properly getting together. And He's they're, they're kind of like motorboating. Yeah, I've got like, my notes here. A... Freddie loves a motorboating, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. It's on weird, the floor as well, because there's like little places next to it. Where they assume the motorboating position. Please on the little, <laughs> on, there's like a cushion there, but they literally lie on the cold, hard floor. Well, it's a very hot day, isn't it? Nice and refreshing <laughs> to lie also, on the tile. It's yeah. her it's her <laughs> house. So she has a bedroom here. Yeah, but that's yeah. next door to her parents' room, sure. Surely. Well, they're in the they're in the void of silence having to <laughs> They are in the And in if the you lock the door, they're never getting out. They're never yeah. getting out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he's like, uh, he's grabbing onto her breasts as if he might slip off. If he's like, <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> also, are we so Freddie takes control of him when he falls asleep, right? Are we meant to think that he falls asleep mid motorboat? No, this is this is why Nightmare on Street 2 kind of breaks the rules of Freddie quite a bit. I mean, yeah, he kind of breaks into the real world, which I don't think is 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 correct. I mean, Andy, you're the you're the Fred head, as it were. Yeah. Are you uh yeah. are you happy? Are you okay with this? I think I think I think the logic kind of breaks here as well because he's been trying to stay awake thinking that Freddie will possess him, but it, it seems inconsistent. Bearing in mind he's already been setting bits of the house on fire. Yeah. Um yeah, it, it just bird. feels yeah, he blew up a bird <laughs> and everyone saw that. Maybe he teleported a snake earlier. We can't be sure if it was him or Grady. Um yeah. I, I guess is this where the metaphor is there? Is this Jesse struggling between two worlds? If they push, if they push on the metaphor of like, is the you know he's trying to get together with Lisa, but then this thing that's inside him, Freddie, if you take it by the straight side of things, you know, as as presented, is trying to spill out of him in the form of a big old horrid tongue, like a big well, yeah. Mark. What's the best way to visualize this? Imagine a horrible long pink fat tongue. Yeah, coming out of his mouth. Can you imagine that? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what we're going to do. Literally, as if you stitched a ton of like bits of like bacon rashers together. Um, yeah, yeah and then it sort of spills out of his spills out of his mouth, and he, he gets a bit spooked because no one in the middle of a motorboat in session wants you to have a big old flump tongue. So he's yeah. um, he runs off to Grady's house, 
um, and yeah. says, oh, Grady, can I uh, sleep over? And he goes, There's a bit where even Grady says, you're supposed to be spending the night with a, a girl, but you're, you'd rather be here with me. Like, even that seems... I mean, the, the, the filmmakers were saying about it being subtext. subtext the more more yeah. and more we talk about this, the more I realise how overt it is. Yeah. Also, um, Grady doesn't get a very good deal here because, can I sleep at your house? Yes. But also don't let me... But also, don't you fall asleep? Does he say that? Or yeah, I don't think, fall asleep yeah, because you're not. Yeah. Don't let me fall asleep. Yeah, it's so like no, you come to my... You're staying awake, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I sleep at your house? Yeah, but don't go to sleep. What? That's a terrible deal. Thanks, bye. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could, have, you could have at least positioned it. Of oh, come on, it'll be fun. We'll stay up. We'll watch a movie. Um, yeah. you know, I like we'll how he puts uh, he puts Jesse on like. The, the chair like a little cat like he kills up into the, <laughs> onto yeah, the chair the little end. bean bag or something <laughs> gonna sleep yeah. over but oh you know there's no place to do it oh, should we should we try and complete oh. Metal Gear Solid we'll do an all night yeah that's what no. that's what I would do if you were worried about going to sleep you you to be play fair, a game or, or something he, 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 he does a bit of channel surfing and I, I don't blame him there's nothing on there's nothing <laughs> no, on the <laughs> man's 24 hours on our shit it's like, oh, what did he have it in, in that time? Pong, did he have more than yeah. Pong? 85, more yeah, than Pong. Had, yeah, you could have some Atari, Atari, yeah. yeah it would have taken ages to get going, though, wouldn't it? Commodore's <laughs> you, wake up, tapes. you wake up the old house, the whole house. Oh, sorry, if I've got the lights off, though, Ben, it's fine. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty cool. sure Jesse's working the whole house anyway because he's he's very loud. Smacks in the window with his screaming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but so Grady, uh, I think Grady doesn't do anything wrong. He sees that Jesse's finally got some sleep. He's like, sleep well, buddy. Like, he pats him on the head like a little pet cat. <laughs> and then he... <laughs> yeah, nice one, Jesse. He's purring away there. <laughs> then but then Grady, he'll sleep well tonight. He, Little horrible Freddy comes on out. This yeah, I quite like the effect of this. Well. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah immediately. Freddy, yeah. Yeah, Freddy comes out of his tongue, <laughs> slashes his way out. You see, he's doing like a, there's a face press. Yeah, that's then, good. Well, I think there's a bit. He opens his mouth, and then Freddy's like winking out of it. Hey, up! Through the peephole. Yeah, it's cozy he's out there. Pushes his face into the stomach, like leaves like an impression, and then he's like, cuts himself out of it. Flushes his way out. Um, yeah. <laughs> the miscommunication between Grady and his dad. So he's like banging on the door, saying, "Dad, Dad, help!" And his dad comes to the door, and it's like, "You opened this door. What? Yeah, I was calling you to this door, Dad. That <laughs> I'm going to refuse to open. Dad, he come here and be it. frustrated with me." He also <laughs> says at one point, "Grady, it's your father. Open the door." I mean, I completely understand that. Who else would it be? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, ineffective dad is ineffective. Um, and Grady, so Jesse turns into Freddy, or Freddy comes out of Jesse, sheds like, him off like, like a skin. jumps out, kind of he explodes on, onto the scene, doesn't he? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he... Uh, he kind of emerges onto the scene like a, a, a villain from Power Rangers, kind of jumps into it. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, then he, he pins him of, to a wall. Yeah. He gets his claws right through the wall. Jesse is very upset. He's like, no, you killed him, you absolute bastard. And then Freddy's in the mirror. more upset, I think. You yeah. killed him, you jerk off. Yeah. Freddy's in the mirror, like, oh, 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 
Yeah. And then that, that'd be good if you like just did that and then it you kind of like a second. But he's there for a good 30 seconds. <laughs> Is that like he's just going over and over? Yeah. Calling him a wanker. <laughs> Flipping him <Wanker>. off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, look, look, look around. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Ah, so, sucks in. So Jesse dives out the window, escapes, and then he thinks, oh, I'll go to the party then. I will go. I will go back to the party. Um, he nips back out after Freddy's basically framed him for that murder. Um, he goes back to the party because oh, they said they get they're going to take me away. I'm a I'm a bloody Freddy, aren't I? It's, oh, you're not you're not a Freddy. Don't don't be daft. You're absolutely not a Freddy. And then he immediately turns into a Freddy. Yeah, shows Is, the claws are like organic in this one. Yeah, it's weird. Um, they like come out. Of- out Come out of like it. sausage meat hands. Wolverine. Yeah. Um, and this is where he bites Lisa's leg. This he is probably gets like, that meaty leg. At the same yeah. time, so the, um, the, the 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 gardens in padlocked off. Lamps are popping. The swimming pool's boiling. The someone's overcooked the the sausages. Yeah, they, and, they continue. They continue trying no to make the best them. of the party. No well, one's pricked them. No one's yeah. pricked them. And they're just exploding now. Got the pricky sausages. Yeah. And um, there's a bit where, so, not Jesse, uh, Lisa is like on the, at the breakfast bar and Freddie's coming towards her. And there's about 10 guys looking through the window, like, oh, yeah. no. Looking through, looking through the French here? doors. <laughs> yeah. Just but again, I was thinking, are they, see, are they seeing Jesse or are they seeing Freddie? Even still, if they see Jesse, like, with knife yeah, hands. Yeah. And knife this is where Freddie does some good. Now, is this Jesse inside Freddie talking or is this? Freddie mocking her. I mean, it could have been either or. I, thought, really. I took it as as Jesse was like fighting his way. You know, there's yeah, some sort yeah, of mental it's like, oh, fight going kill, on. Kill me, Lisa. Lisa. And we go. She goes, oh, I shan't. And then she does. She stabs him. But Freddie's made of sponge. He's unstabbable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm spongy after all this. You Don't you look like a right dickhead? Meryl Streep. <laughs> Yeah, I'm spongy. You can't stab us. Wait, so how does she even um, get out of this? Did well, she hit him with a frying pan or something? No, she he leaps through the window, doesn't he? She, she says, yeah, but she, "Why?" Oh, Freddie is weak. <laughs> Freddie is weak against like um, emotional chat because yeah, he goes, "Oh, I love you, Lisa," and she goes, "Oh, I love you too, Jesse." And Freddie goes, yes. "Oh, fuck's sake!" and he just dead. <laughs> it was super effective. He jumps oh, in the yeah. window. He goes, "Oh." Can't I can't handle this at all. I'm not ready for this type of commitment. We've only, we've only had like we've literally had our first kiss about half an hour ago. Freddie's like, oh, I don't want any of this at all, and he just yeah. disappears as he jumps through the window. Yeah, disappears. I, I uh, kind of took it that he kind of um, disappeared into the garden, like yeah. <laughs> because yeah. he appears like a tremor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But he does just vanish. Literally, the frame is just keyed out. He just disappears. Yeah. He magics yeah. himself into the ground. Um, is Jesse gone now? Jesse, he's not left behind, is he? He's like, like Freddy's just gone. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a bit. But, oh yeah, that is an but, interesting point. But he's only gone. But he's only gone for a minute. Um, he pops back out of the ground. And this is where he does like a load of quotes. So he's literally the, the water's boiling. He's literally everything's exploding <laughs> with fire. He's slashing people up in the party. He's like punching yeah. into them with his gloves. This is where there's that guy comes up and is like, 
Oh, this okay. is awful. This is ridiculous. It's like just treating him just... like an alien baby that's landed on Earth. We're not yeah, going to hurt you. Not going to hurt little, you. A little puppet I... that's just yeah. gonna piss, just pissed itself. You're like, come on, don't worry. We're really just silent. looking at him silently. I'm not going to hurt Probably you. Probably thinking, then... this dickhead. <laughs> yeah, this, like... <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo, mate. I'm, I'm here the ghost to of a you. murdered child killer. And I'm here for revenge, all right? And uh, Freddie points out to this guy this other sharp line. He goes, I'm going to help you. And it's like, help yourself, fucker. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then he says, hey, you know, you lot, you're all my children now. Um, it's an interesting line. Yeah, yeah. And then one yeah. person gets killed because they try to fall, climb over the fence. They fall down and seem to get like just blasted into fire in yeah. the oh, bushes. Yeah. Someone gets crushed underfoot. Uh, like, uh, oh, yeah. The people's like, using... head was good. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. My face. Half of the film's kill count, like most of the film's kill count, is just this garden rampage. Yeah. Some people, they didn't read the signs around the pool. No running. Because they all slip into the pool. Even there's no, there's nothing that's pushing them in there. Yeah. They're just slipping over. And I feel like you'd avoid it. a boiling hot body of water, wouldn't you? To be like, don't go anywhere near yeah. that. But yeah. let alone fall in head first. Yeah. Also, One you've got a body of water set up you. Like, just be at the opposite side of the pool to Freddy. Yeah, because he can't. I mean, it's boiling. There's a, there's a guy who puts his hand on a fence and it like it sparks and he goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine when they're unpicking this? this later? It's like, well, you know, Jason was, uh, you know, Jason got slashed up and he got called a fucker. Yeah. Uh, Joseph uh, just got burned up by the fence. Someone else got slashed up. It happened to you. Oh, burn my hand on the fence. <laughs> it's really sore. Ooh, got some cream. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Get some E45 on that, mate. E45. That's the thing. Oh, go and run that under the tap. Run it under the tap for a bit. Run it under a cold tap. He's got to just stand there. You've got to run it under the tap for longer than you think. It's going to hurt for ages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's kind of wild. It's, uh, it's like an all-out bloodbath of a scene. I can't really remember... What makes him leave? Just oh, the, the, the dad comes out with a shotgun. And yeah, he's sort of yeah. allergic him. to shotgun shells. She yeah. stops him from shooting it, and he goes, "Oh no, Jesse, I, I won't let you get away." And he's like, "Go in then." And he just literally just like a storm out. See you later. He yeah. storms towards, and then the fence. He like it turns to fire as he walks into it. But Lisa knows what to do. A parent just let her go, I guess, and she heads alone yeah. to the Freddy to the Freddy Palace, his lair. Mm. And like there the worst some... place you'd go on your own when you yeah. know that there's a Freddy Krueger inside. There's a ba- mm. there's some baby faced dogs out there. I haven't I didn't get to this bit of the documentary, but I think they were just props for another film. But what I that from was so really, much stuff really shot. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the dogs with baby faces. Yeah. Um there's <laughs> the, the rat that gets that's got like a, by evil a cat. face <laughs> with an evil evil face. Yeah. yeah, then it gets eaten by an evil a cat. I mean, yeah. I quite, I quite like this whole vibe of like, um, evil dimension sort of place that she's sort of having to go through. It's fire just erupting out of bits of wall or whatever. Uh, but I don't think it really works in a Nightmare on Elm Street film unless it's in a dream. I don't know. Yeah. That just seems yeah. wrong to me. Especially as there's been no way for him to get there. Like there hasn't yeah. been an event that's allowed. Like he's he's come out of Jesse and is this 
beast that's been marauding around that individual garden. You saying we need to see him get the bus to the? <laughs> and just, but there isn't a, there isn't an event that happened. Like we didn't. There isn't any, and you don't yeah. need lots of exposition. But there's nothing that Jesse has failed in that has let Freddy take him over. It just happened, and mm-hmm. then, and then he's just. It just is Freddy now. Yeah. yeah. I can't really remember how this all ends. I think uh, she she kisses she cops, him and cops, cops off with him, and that's it. Like because yeah. Freddie goes like, "Aha, I am the champion. Me, Freddie, I've won." He oh, goes, and oh, he but... melts. Yeah, and he goes, "Oh, well, yeah. he, he he draws it out a bit because she goes, no, no, you're you know you take Freddie's power away by not being scared of him. I think yeah. you're brilliant, Jesse. I bloody love you.'" And he goes, "Oh, no, don't say that." She's and, like uh, forcing she... a kiss on him instead. Yeah, yeah. she. She oh, yeah. basically takes advantage of a vulnerable oh, person. Can't um, go over that these days. Freddie's like, "Oh, you, oh, he's gonna die with me because we're both gonna die. You can't get rid of me without killing." Je-. He's like, "Oh, there's no Jesse now. He's dead. It's just me, your old mate, Freddie. Um, I'm number yeah. one." And then she gives him a snog, and the power of love, I guess, makes him burn up, and he thinks Jesse's gone, but then kind of. And I liked this effect too. Mm-hmm. Like the crumpled, like charred oh, yeah. remains of Freddy, and then um, reminded me of just Go- comes out Ghostbusters of when uh, at, they crawl out of the dog statues. Yeah, um, yeah, after, yeah, after at the end, yeah. uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of a kinder surprise moment. Jesse was surprised <laughs> this entire time. He's yeah. the little teeny terrapin inside the kinder surprise there. But I mean, teeny his life's terrapin. probably ruined. Everyone thinks he killed. I think everyone thinks he killed a lot of people at the pool, maybe. Yeah, but not really, because apparently the next day it's all good. Oh, yeah, but it's almost oh, like it's got to be a dream because how on earth would it get back to normal that quickly? <laughs> so I assume on the it's bus. all over then. We're back on the bus. Hang on a minute, is this bus going fast again? Oh, this really does like the really, Wait, it, <laughs> just it, the it, really authoritarian driver. Driver, stop. Yeah. <laughs> driver, you're going at least four miles an hour over the limit. Can you please slow down? Did he uh, not just press the bus? In? There's like a. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, and it's like, oh no, it's uh, it's okay. Things are gonna be okay. And then at the end, I think it does drive off the road towards the hell. Yeah. So you see a driver. (laughs) You see a driver. It's just a normal guy, and he's just like going, "What's wrong with you?" I was just putting my foot down a bit. I got. We all got places to be. Literally, there's Jess. uh, Lisa's friend is like leaning over, going, "Oh, come on, it's all over now. We're all fine." And then suddenly, a big claw comes out of a chest. It goes into the hell desert, and and uh, Jess is like, "This must be a new route, I guess." <laughs> he goes, oh, "I like it. Here. Oh, I liked it here last time." Look, I love the way the the ba- the bounces is so hard yeah. when he goes yeah. on that. <laughs> hell desert. Even off the road, they've all got terrible, terrible whiplash. Like the true I think they're all bouncing film. and banging their heads on the ceiling of the bus. Oh, <laughs> smashed yeah. the party, it's the party bus. Yeah, the, the true yeah, horror. Freddie wax on the Venger bus soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> The true horror of this is everybody's chiropractor bills at the end. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> spines getting crushed to dust. Real life horrors. Um, the, other, the only thing that gets me about these movies, and I got a lot of love for these um, like horror franchises, horror sequels. The thing I guess that does bother me sometimes is with these sting endings and so on, which is basically you can beat the the baddie and then they just decide that they're not, yeah. not going to lose. It's like, oh, I... Like yeah. you did, you did the thing. You defeated me with the the weakness that's been established that I have. I've decided actually that I'm going to win anyway, just in the last scene. 
Yeah. Was it um, Carrie that did this first? Like the uh, you know the hand coming out of the grave. Um, it's got to be. It's got to be an early one at very least if it isn't the first. Yeah, and like I don't know you call it like a the sting before right before the credits. Yeah, and then like, Friday the Thirteenth has it with Jason jumping out of the water and. That's a great one. Yeah. It'd be cool to do a little list of, of really good ending stings. In this one, it's just that, like, yeah, you did the thing and it was established that I came out of Freddy and I'm good again. But then I guess he's here again anyway, so he's won. Yeah. Every bus that Jesse gets from now on will veer off onto the Hell Desert. Never again will he take <laughs> I got a place. I've got, got to go to a job interview. Hell Desert first. <laughs> Hang on. Why is, oh, he taking the, why is he taking the bus at all? As it's established in the movie, he can drive. He drives to school. That is true. Um, well, I don't know, some get questions the bus don't get answered. It's all the all the bus scenes are dreams. They gotta be. Yeah, all yeah. of them. Oh, that's true. Actually, I've sometimes Both had them, dreams sorry. that I've still worked in jobs that I've not worked in for over a decade. And it's all Dr- come so naturally. I remember. I remember the tail logging. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dreamt, it's not long ago now. Like you know, less than a <laughs> year ago, dreamt that I still worked at game, and then I woke up in the morning thinking. Oh God! I should really quit that job. I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should really leave that job because I've got got an entire full time career now. I should probably quit my Saturday job. Give the other thing where you, you, you dream that you got up, where you you get up, you brush your teeth, get ready for work. Sometimes you even go to work and, and it's like a not a good day or it's a good day at work, and then you wake up and you go, oh shit. Oh, I've got to actually do all that. Definitely as a kid. And I know there's nothing worse oh, than hearing about other people's dreams. As it's Freddy, I feel it's on topic. Like I've had dreams where I've had entire days at school as like a teenager, and it's been a fairly yeah. tedious and detailed full day at school, at least in my head. Oh. Then you go, oh, wake it's, up and actually do it. The worst, the worst, worse than Freddy dreams are dreams where you've won the lottery or something, oh, and yeah. then you wake up. And then you have, <laughs> you just haven't won the lottery, and that's the reality. <laughs> well, just something great happens, yeah. And then you go, oh, yeah. All right, I've got some name game. If you're up for it, oh yeah, let's go. I've not got a huge amount, so make the most of the ones I have got. Uh, the first one <laughs> is about this a film about a caged fighting bear that escapes and seeks revenge. Also, it's, it's a cuddly uh, bear, one that a child might take to bed. Is it the night bear? <laughs> Teddy's revenge. <laughs> You're both very, very close. There's like, uh, it's a fighting bear though. A fight bear, a fight bear on bear. Elm Street. Teddy's revenge. Fight bear on Elm Street. <laughs> Teddy's revenge. Yeah. Okay. This next one is about a group of lads who are having a swearing competition in the middle of a street, but none of them know any good swear words. A shite, shite swear, swear on, Elm on Elm Street. Street. But they're not very good. They're quite uh, not overwhelming. <laughs> shite swear on... <laughs> You're very, very close. That's all I got. A shite swear on Elm Street too. They're not... They're not the, the, the swears aren't, aren't overwhelming. They're not even whelming. Under... Well, Shite swear underwhelm street. <laughs> is there a Freddy's Revenge bit or is that just no? I couldn't think of one. <laughs> just one person called Freddy lost last time, but now he's back. Uh, the last one I've got here is about a popular kids' cuddly character 
Um, I'm just going to say his name because you'll never... No, wait, maybe he's a kind of Muppet, Muppet kind of guy. Popular Muppet kids character has dropped his pyjamas. <laughs> uh, Elmo? Yeah, okay, that's that's one. No, that's yeah. not a Muppet. That's <laughs> not a Muppet. Elmo Street. No, but you know, he's the... Jim Henson's Creature Workshop. <laughs> yeah, he's... What's wrong with me? He's um, a Sesame Street. Nightwear. <laughs> Nightwear on Elmo Street. Well, he dropped his pyjamas on his... Oh, wait, it is Elmo. Oh, my God, yeah, I'm confused. Nightmare. A nightwear. That's a nightwear. A nightwear on Elmo Street. He dropped his pyjamas. Yeah. A nightwear, nightwear on Elmo's feet. A nightwear on Elmo's <laughs> feet. There's no pretty <laughs> revenge there either. Uh, I mean, maybe just just say Teddy's I've... revenge again. Because he's kind Teddy's of teddy bear. <laughs> They're all Teddy's revenge. Yeah, Elmo. <laughs> yeah. Is he a uh, Muppet or is he a Sesame Street? Are they all like of the same ilk? I mean, what's the difference, really? Like, they're all, they've all got hands stuck up their bums. They're very least cousins. <laughs> they yeah. all got hands up their asses, right? They're all the same to they me. They come from the same uh, part. Cut from the... the same cloth. <laughs> Maybe in some cases, I imagine, yeah. Got to reuse I mean, the cloth. Got to reuse the cloth. Um, yeah. It's like the difference between butterflies and moths. The same thing, aren't they? Really? Yeah. No. One's evil. One's good. <laughs> one's evil and just loves, absolutely loves light. Can't get enough of it. Give me that bit of that light. And then butterflies. Smash. Butterflies, they yeah. Made yeah, of yeah. leaves or something. Uh, so we need to rate the film. Um, I I don't know what I'm gonna. I, no, I, I I've got an idea. Um, <laughs> what are you gonna go with? I just had a moment then where I completely came out of the podcast and imagined you on your own hosting the podcast going, I don't want to rate it. Oh, I have got an idea, actually. <laughs> solo podcast. We should do that one one week. This is this feels oh, like it's... Uh, someone do the podcast solo. Just do it. I felt yeah. a bit weird then as I was talking. Um, my head like went like a bit oh. lightheaded. Oh, you, you got a Freddy in there. Open your mouth and we'll check. See if we got get. We're going to have to... Yeah. <laughs> Right, you're going to the methadone clinic first thing in the morning. <laughs> what are you on? <laughs> Fruity Kruger. It's this new cereal. Fruity Kruger. Hey, Ben, well, you're talking about your Jaws cereal. You get a Fruity Kruger. Come on. I want Fu Manchus, please. <laughs> they stopped doing that uh, if, in if the 2020s. You, if, if anyone sees you with, with a box of Fu Manchus, <laughs> you'll disappear like Marty McFly's family. You'll be cancelled so hard. <laughs> Posing with them on the, on the gram with the fingers yeah. on. Classic. Oh no! I mean, they look grey. What kind of cereal are they? <laughs> grey slop. It's just, like just like like it's just maybe reconstituted it's like a, dust particles. Yeah, like a black currant chewits. It looks like the bits, bits of uh, moth that come off when you touch them. Just gather <laughs> up bits of dust. Moth dust. Big <laughs> man chews. They don't look chewy, though, do they? No. no, that's why I think they'd be like a like, like a like a you know lots Black of lots of raisin. Yeah, just like just like, 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 like a like a Weetabix minis, maybe. <laughs> when yeah, you but said about the bix. Silently eating flubs. <laughs> but even asked even asked too loud. I feel like eating food my shoes would be quite noisy. <laughs> yeah. Quite tacky. All, all the racism. Claggy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it really sticks in your teeth. Yeah. Right. What are we giving this film then? <laughs> go on, Ben, you go first. Uh but you know what? I quite liked it. Um I had a lot going for it. I know the rules of the the rules of the Freddy 
are all over the place. And I found the final act, or at least from the pool party onwards, to be pretty underwhelming and uh, basic. It kind of like resolved itself without really trying. So that was a bit disappointing. But apart from that, classic visuals um, were all pretty cool. And it was a fun a fun sort of slasher movie as well. Like, sure, there are moments where you're laughing out loud at the ridiculous nature of it, but I think that's kind of what to, you come to expect from A Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, yeah. And yeah, very interesting characters, nuanced characters where they weren't sort of like sort of cookie cutter versions of, of teenagers. They all had something going on. I feel like it represented uh, the demographic a lot better. I'll go for a B minus. Nice. I had, a pretty good time. I had a pretty good time. Yeah. Uh, Andy? How are you? Um, yeah, like most things that Ben said, like it is a weird one franchise wise because the rules of Freddy don't necessarily work and it doesn't have that same, that kind of care of the hand that you would get from the franchise when it's looked after mm. by some of the other creators. Certainly doesn't hold up much to number three three as we're going to get to next time we come round to the Freddy well, I imagine. That's always but, stuck to me as my favourite. Yeah. Number it's three. A, it's a great one. Um, and, you know, this that really leans into the dream. Very few dreams here. And there are some corners cut with the production that are odd choices. Um, commenting on what is or isn't the subtext on this one. It's definitely beyond my qualifications to do so. So treated as a just an odd, quite fun film. I will always go back to this one and watch it because it is a it's got some fun moments to it. And um to be honest, I'm gonna join Ben on a B minus for that musical scene alone. <laughs> Shut in a drawer of your ass. Yeah. Oh Luke, you might be muted. I can't hear you. His Luke's opinion on how to rate Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is so hard hitting. Oh, I think you're back. You were back very briefly. It's so hard hitting that he's been muted. Maybe Freddy's getting him. Maybe Freddy's uh, getting him. Oh, he's back. He's back. I can hear you again. That was weird. I, um, Freddy got into my computer. I feel like you guys have rated this maybe a bit too high as a B (laughs) minus. Just to be honest. I mean, the dance scene is pretty good. Never pass but... judgment on anyone else's rating. I'd have okay. been, I'd have been a C plus. I'd have been, I'd have been a C plus like, if it had not been for that, for that dance scene. See, I, um, I like the dance scene, but it, it, I, it's a, it is a C plus for me. Um, I um, think it's, it's good. I just, maybe I just like my Freddy to be in dreams, and if, it, if he ever steps out of a dream, it kind of, I don't know. I just didn't find it scary. I found I like the practical effects. I thought that stuff was really cool. It just didn't seem as violent either. Like when I think of Freddy, when he kills people, like blood goes like spurts across the room. He drags people up onto the ceiling. Like it is like insane yeah, that some of the point. stuff that Freddy does. Um, so this one feels a, a bit light on that kind of stuff for me. So I'll save my B minus and above for uh, Dream Warriors and New yeah. Nightmare and whatever else we're going to come to. But oh, new nightmare. I'm not actually a massive fan of that one. We'll, we'll it's been a long that. time since I've seen it. Long time since I've seen it. But you know, at least we have a new way that, like, I know I'm putting away my laundry next time I've got some to put away. 
for a Patreon extra, should we recreate this scene? All three of us in the same room. We'll all get together. Right, get on eBay, order pop gun. Already got one. Find Meryl Streep lookalike. I'll get some I'll get some big glasses. Um yeah. we'll record a music video for it. I think I think the drawers okay, well, in my bedroom I could close with my bum if I just okay. <laughs> Well you could be Jesse. Uh I'll be Jesse's mum. Uh and Dan uh Ben can be um uh Lisa. <laughs> I'll be Lisa. I'll be whoever you want me to be. All right. I'll be whoever you want me to be. I'll be the teacher <laughs> in his leather vest yeah, thing. Could be, what's his name? I'll be Co- that guy. Co- I'll be the right foot cheek. And if you want to whip my ass to ribbons, then so be it. Oh, <laughs> anyway, <dear. laughs> on that note. <laughs> so uh, next week uh, we will be doing Beetlejuice. No, that's the week after, right? Is it Halloween next week, Mike? Halloween goodness. kills. Halloween kills. Nice. Okay, so, looking forward to that. A newbie. How exciting. Yeah. And, Straight from um, Freddy to Michael Myers. I mean, that's quite... Yeah, a... get a Jason in at some point, then I guess we've done the trifecta. But on the point that Ben just made, if you do want to whip his ass to ribbons, it's not currently a tier on our new, newly launched Patreon, but it could be, Ben. You have all the oh, details. I, you know, if there's, if there's the need for it, then, you know, I'll build it. They will come. <laughs> well, well, maybe they won't. Who knows? <laughs> It depends how well you film the, the ass whipping, I suppose. But yeah, if you yeah, like yeah. do if you like what we do here, um then you know you can uh, help us keep the lights on, get yourself some cheeky bonus content. Yeah, so we literally just released a Patreon. We obviously premiered the um details of it last week on the live episode. Um so yeah, so patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Uh we got a few different um tiers there you can you can um pledge for as little as one dollar slash one pound a month and there are other tiers to get access to various bonus content um of which we've already got one reaction to the resident evil welcome to raccoon city trailer and i think we're going to do one for the scream trailer once that drops or has dropped now so very exciting more juicy horror content for your ears and eyes yeah merchandise as well for the highest highest tier at the moment so yeah go and check it out have a little ganders Speaking of patrons, uh, we have four new patrons. Uh, ben Scaife, Stephen Christopher, Toby Miller and Laura Kendrick. Thanks very much for your support. Thanks, guys. Um, Thank you so much. Thanks to Kovac Kamen for our theme music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Uh, please consider rating and reviewing in iTunes or wherever you want to review a podcast. Um, and yeah, thanks to my co-hosts for being right hard dudes. Thank you. Thank both. you, Luke. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Fruity Freddy. Yeah, cheers, Fruity Freddy. And um, we'll see you next week. Mike Myers, welcome back, Mickey Mickey Myers. See you later. See you later. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.